Rated M for Mature. Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Fufu Cuddly Poof, and this is level 250. Sounds like a milestone. Sounds like something we should do special. Uh, we'll see what happens. Joining me tonight is Big L. I've been told I'm special. That you are. Uh, Moose. Hello. And Maychart. Hello. 250 episodes, a quarter of a thousand. Makes me feel um, young. <laughs> you've been going at this for quite a while. It's been a bit, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's just jump right into... What what makes this podcast tick? <laughs> yeah, just, let's go. Uh, food, food, <laughs> yeah, nothing. Uh, okay, yeah, food talk. I can sort of no start that off, but no. <laughs> we learned. Yeah, Kenny learned that you can microwave syrup, syrup, as we say in the in Northeast. Yeah, syrup, syrup. All right, I'm not going to do that to Michelle. No, fine, fine, fine. We'll just <laughs> we'll just go with the patron question for the week, which is, what's the best video game Food. quote? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Obviously, tell us what game it is from, and if you can tie it back to achievements somehow. And actually, what's the best video game food? That's a good question too. We'll keep that in mind for oh, another dear. week. Let's do that next week. Let's do that next week. That way, we can talk about food for the first hour. It's true. Uh, Does any game have a Taco Bell tie-in that you know of offhand? Doritos Crash Course. We'll find it if there is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So first patron response comes from Red Stack and says, I used to be an adventurer like you, but then I took an arrow to the knee. Or, well, he has three. The second one is, let me guess, somebody stole your sweet roll. And, And the third choice would be war. War never changes. Then he says, sorry, I like them all. And Skyrim Fallout are high on my favorite games. And she likes those uh, Westerners. Westerners. Oh, yeah, them Western RPGs. I mean, when I first read this question, uh, I used to be an adventurer like you until I took an arrow to an E. It's definitely like one of the first ones that popped in my head. Especially because that has just been everywhere for the memes. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows that. Even people who haven't played Skyrim knows that it's such a random one-off line that some guard says to you same thing with the let me guess somebody stole your sweet roll it's another one where the guards will just randomly uh say to you when they come when you approach them oh is that so that's another elder scrolls one, one? okay yep that's a skyrim one i now that one is nope. definitely much less known and only people that have played it would know that one is that like really then, into a quest or something or part of the story no nah, nah, just Sweet I assume really you good. guys have played some sort of an Elder Scrolls game. So, like, when you just get, you just approach someone, you just kind of get near them, they just say a random thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's one of the things that, like, a guard might say when you get near them. Okay. So there's no other relevance then, anywhere. Nah. It's just it's not that I remember. Right. It's just, just a park. Got it. And then his third choice, War, War Never Changes, I assume that's a Fallout? Yeah, that's but a I don't. I don't recall that one. I, I know it's a Fallout thing because in this 
like thinking about this question, trying to like look up stuff to jog my memory, uh, that showed up frequently. So huh. it was definitely attributed to Fallout. Did it say which Fallout by any chance? I feel like I feel like I saw it for three and maybe a variant for no, New Vegas, but I I'm not saying this from any knowledge and, and not from looking at it now, just from trying to remember what I researched like four hours ago. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea. I would have assumed three just because that's like the big Yeah, one. I think it's three. That or New Vegas. And All right, I'll be uh, rega- I'll be regaling us with trivia throughout the show. Uh tying it back to oh, achievements. Wait. I know. Because you know this is what I do to amuse okay. myself. How many achievements in other games have an achievement? Uh, excuse me. How many games have an achievement called Arrow to the Knee? Oh, that's actually an interesting question. Um, hmm. I'm going to guess six, just arbitrarily. I want to guess 25. Uh, just go with 10 then, somewhere in the middle. Oh, this uh, is actually, the answer is only. All right, I'll go with one. It always is. <laughs> one? <laughs> yeah, there's actually the only answer. four that I see. Oh, okay. really? Yeah, yeah, there's only four. Huh. That's actually kind of surprising. I would have thought that there'd be more. Yeah, I mean, there might be different variations well. of it, but I just typed in, I just typed in arrow to the knee, and uh, three of them have ex- exclamation points uh, after. Hmm. Division two, Crisis three, Smite, and uh, Crisis three remastered. How about that? All <laughs> so right. There you go. Arrow to the knee. Interesting. Arrow to the knee. All right. Thank you, oh, Red Stack. Um, there's the portion of the show where you tell our listeners to cover their ears or just, uh, snowflakes. Did Kenny like get can. to go over Kenny's quotes? No, Ken, he doesn't have an answer. He's other one play. or his own. He's only All right, ever played I mean, I'm just Skyrim, making so. sure. Just making I mean, sure. Right, sorry, go Let's ahead. Let's be Kenny. honest. I apologize. Outside of that, what the one that everyone knows I'm going to say is, I don't know. Finishing this fight. Of oh. course. What's That's, that from? That is the very first one that, <coughs> that popped in my head. Is that the and John Wick the game? And is the second. Sounds What's like something from? John Wick's, uh, Wick's guy would say. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> What's that, Dragon Ball or something? It was from that guy that's in Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Oh. Master Queef. Really? What? Wow. <laughs> that's not the worst thing that we're going to hear. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's Saints Row. Uh, <laughs> Al's all excited for his turn because he, he gets to. Well, my turn has been delayed according to the, show, uh, the, the sheet. Content warning. So Al is very excited. He's very excited for many reasons. Uh, never mind. All right. And then this, <laughs> the other response I'm going to. I'm going to read is from X, who says, in Tales of Symphonia, there's an attack called Demon Fang, where you launch a burst of energy from your sword. After using enough times, you'll learn double Demon Fang, which just launches two bursts back to back. And your character obviously shouts out the name of the move. When you learn double Demon Fang with one character called Zealous, he says, Demon Fang, Demon Fang. Damn, I must be a genius. Double Demon Fang. It just cracks me up because it's so on the nose and calls out some JRPG special attack stereotypes. That's that's I, I would not have known that from personal play, but that's a good shout there because it's definitely something a little different than the norm. And uh, good on them for yes. calling out those stereotypes from uh, from the way that JRPGs are structured because that's totally a thing. You thought mm. heal was one? Oh, heal was good. Now try heal two. Thanks, game. <laughs> All right, Al, go ahead and read your dirty response. I don't want it now. You're hyping it up too much. 
I'll just have to put one giant uh, sensor bar here. <laughs> well, first I'm going to talk about some of my answers, and I have like a million of them. And I'm sorry, Nate, if I take any of yours, but I'm old, so I only thought of old things. So right off the bat, I thought of uh, Super Mario. You know, thank you. The princess is in another castle. Does that count as a as a quote? Yeah, I'm going to say sure. yes. Sure, yeah. Toad says it, right? I would count it. You that was back it? before language was invented. So it was before language, before language was, it was before language. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sanskrit I, uh, tiles we translated it from. Form, yep. <laughs> and of course, uh, the original uh, Legend of Zelda, uh, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this, which still lives on today as far as I know. I see that all the time. Yes. And if you want to tie that back to achievements, there's around 10 uh, achievements titled that, which I would have thought more also. That's also surprising. I would have thought more than that. And Ooh. of course, uh, also, it's a secret to everybody, which I love to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, now what I we gonna say, Kenny? how many achievements are there that say, hey, listen. Oh. <laughs> oh, you could look that up. That's a good one. I'll, I'll get on that one. Hold on. That's not a really a good quote. It's a quote. Slavi's terrible. And it's requoted. Over and over and over again. Oh, it's popular enough to where I know it. I've never it's the first it. voice sample ever in a Nintendo game. <laughs> uh, apparently, there is one Hey Listen in the Surge, which does have a stack. Huh. Whoa. Oh, man. And I then can if you go type in. Oh, well, um, hold on. So there, there's some things. Go with ahead. TAs. I, could, I could go all day. That's a good quote. <laughs> hey, with TAs, if you just type in Hey Listen, it's only going to return those Surge. Uh, achievements, but if you type in "Hey, comma, listen, exclamation point," you get four different achievements. Mm. One from Serial Cleaner, mm. one from Subaria, one from Eternum EX, and another from Monster Prom Double XL. And the Monster Prom one even oh. has a little I don't know what, circle with wings icon for the achievement, as it should be. Definitely should be. Yeah. So the 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 two more recent ones, which really aren't that recent. We're from uh, PlayStation 1 era, which, of course, is uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Mm. Uh, what is a man? A miserable little pile of secrets. And uh, that one, see, of this era, we had actual voice acting. So that one we heard, and just amazing. And, of course, uh, the original Resident Evil, in which um, we... We wound up with the, the phrase of uh, the master of unlocking. I think it's Jill. Huh. Why don't you, the master of unlocking, take this lockpick? And and if you look that up on uh, TA, you'll get a <laughs> lot of achievements because uh, master of unlocking. Perfect name for an achievement. I counted around 20 of those. Really? And 20 master of unlocking. I wouldn't have thought it was that many. 20 master of unlockings and one called master of unlocking achievements, <laughs> which is the nail okay. right on the head. That's Her Majesty Spiffing. Great game. All right. Time to read some patron responses. Uh, Mighty Mango said from Army of Two. Philip Clyde says, uh, no problem, fucko. And then he gives the middle finger and jumps off the ship. And then Elliot Salem says, fucko, who says that? And Mango complained that you heard this over and over because I guess it was a hard part in the game and you can't skip Mm -hmm. the cutscenes. (laughs) <laughs> Which I do remember. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Playing with Michelle locally, and there was a lot of hard parts where you couldn't skip cutscenes. 
So yeah, that, was, of course, another, sucks. I, I feel like, yeah. There was another one, though. I, I don't know if you remember, but it, it's toward the end of Army of Two. And the one of the characters yeah, says, like, well, about. if you were to look up something in the dictionary, it would be this guy. But I don't remember the word that he was saying. And I was curious mm. without because I didn't look it up. I, so I was curious if you happen to remember that or if that's just something that I have in my no, head. No, I don't that, remember. That I thought it was Wikipedia. But um, mm, I'll do some research when it's not my turn. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. I could be misremembering, too. Like a lot of our Army of Two playing was like midnight to 3 a.m. on <clears> Saturday <throat> night. So those were long evenings. Yeah. And then Chewy on Ice posted a screenshot from Quest for Infamy in which he says, uh, I guess there's a character named Roem, who says, if I find out that you are lying to me, Randy, I'll hunt you down and stuff your own entrails so far down your throat, you'll shit twice out of your own anus. And uh, well, I guess based on this, (laughs) I want to play this game now. Is this that rat that uh, Waka's always going on about? Pretty sure it is. Yes. We'll say yes. It's a rattleica that's longer than a half an hour, so it has a high ratio. And last in uh, the patron responses, as far as I'm going to read, of course, uh, they left this one for me because it's a wrestling one. It's uh, Mental Knight wrote in and said, a winner is you <laughs> from the NES Classic Pro Wrestling. Naturally. So many of these older ones come from um, <clears throat> like localization errors. Right? Yes, <laughs> like, they're just just bad English translations, uh, and that Con- was definitely uh, didn't understand it at the time. Right, just like oh, it's hilarious. Someone set us up the bomb. All that stuff. Yep, yep. Move yeah. all zigs. <laughs> well, the best. Uh, so one. a high. Yeah, it's oh, a hell of a high deal. I was going to say in Metal Gear, uh, the original Metal Gear. There's a. Uh, Someone who says, I feel asleep. And that's another classic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Ahizo says, had to be me. Someone else might have gotten wrong. Mass Effect 3. Okay, sure. To avoid spoilers, the saddest moment in the entire Mass Effect series. Okay, well, when you hear that, you'll know it's your cute cry. And the moment you realize <laughs> there was never any possibility of stopping what's about to happen. Wow. I have no idea what's going on there. Uh, Dynaman87 <laughs> says... Um, <laughs> You would need to play Mass Effect. You would like these games. I'll play it eventually. They're long. Dynaman87 (laughs) says, uh, in GTA 4, Nico Bellic says, war is when the young and stupid are tricked by the old and bitter into killing each other. Wow. That's dark. Yeah. Yeah. No, it didn't get dark at all. Um, What the fuck says, all we had to do was follow the damn train, CJ. Which is from San Andreas, I believe. uh, We were talking about earlier. Uh, And Chesno. It says, when life gives you lemons, don't make lemonade. Make life take the lemons back. Get mad. I don't want your damn lemons. What am I supposed to do with these? Demand to see life's manager. Make life rue the day it thought he could give Cave Johnson lemons. You know who I am? I'm the man who's going to burn your house down with the lemons. I'm going to get my engineers to invent a combustible lemon that burns your house down. <laughs> it's Cave Johnson from Portal 2. Uh, I haven't oh. heard that, but that sounds hilarious. Oh, so great. Good memory, Chesno. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that. That sounds like my type of humor. Um, for me, yeah, Elle took a bunch of the, the classics. 
Um, Sorry. Uh, and I didn't want to repeat those because I thought, you know, everyone's going to say those. You know, all the old timers will say those. So instead, kind of particular to my history, um, one of my first jobs was as a, a programmer in a language called Cold Fusion, uh, which is a web programming, web scripting language. And um, uh, around that time, or I guess before that, uh, there was a game called StarCraft. And uh, they had, you know, from Blizzard, they had the most amazing cutscenes. And there was this one cutscene where the um, the StarCraft humans uh, are carrying in this this box, and you're like, oh, what's in the box? Uh, and it turns out <laughs> it's a cooler holding beer and uh, and a nuclear weapon. And they're like, thank God for cold fusion. And nice. that's just that stuck with me forever <laughs> because I used to program in Cold Fusion. So I would come in, I'd be like, thank God for Cold Fusion. And I was starting to do my job and no one knew what I was talking about. Um, <laughs> so that one's been with me forever. Uh, and I don't I don't know that, that many people uh, would relate to that one. So I thought that'd be a fun one to share. Uh, that's it for me. What about you, uh, Michelle? All right. I will dive right into some patron responses. Uh, MDP... First, of course, regaled us, Mark, with uh, all the Rocket League quotes. You know, what a save. But uh, then doubled down and uh, (laughs) actually gave us a a real quote here. Uh, So MDP says, Little Misfortune has a few memorable quotes. Yikes forever. And a few more additions from Retro as well. So Retro, I guess, had added some others. And sorry, I didn't capture that. Uh, And then MDP also adds, great game too. Everyone should try it. GT3 option fan uh, says, when telling Guybrush to use a cliff in Monkey Island 4, he says, goodbye, cruel adventure game. <laughs> eh, forget it. Which has always <laughs> stuck in my memory. Uh, P-Tart adds, not putting my lips on that from Full Throttle. And Vulgar Latin um. <laughs> <laughs> Vulgar Latin uh, adds, a man chooses a slave obeys from Bioshock. Uh which is great. And the whole scene that follows that is great. And Bioshock is one of those uh, very quotable sort of titles where you get this one. Uh, obviously, Would You Kindly is is another big one. So um, good choices all. I personally was trying to come up with one quote that was a little bit more kind of like a deeper, more thoughtful quote. And then something that was fun and trying to stick to 360 hours because I, I too am an, or 360 or newer, but I think I mostly didn't succeed at that. But I got 360 quotes. And um, I'm also obviously a gamer of a certain age. So a lot of my immediate thoughts were these ones that we've already covered. So the first quote I wanted to point out from the more serious camp is from Lost Odyssey. Uh, Lost Odyssey is just this amazing RPG that we're very fortunate came out on Xbox and if I had the time and the wherewithal, the whole the, there's a whole structure in the game where the main character is sort of reliving his memories through these dreams. And the whole Hannah's departure story is amazing and sad and hits you right in all the feels. It's great. But we don't have that kind of time. So one of the quotes in the game that was really memorable that I didn't remember totally offhand, but I found uh, was a quote that Kaim, the, the main character, says, who is a immortal and watches you know has had multiple families and friends that he's seen come and go because he's both gifted and cursed with immortality and he says at some point early in the game when people die they just go away if there's any place a soul would go it's in your memories people you remember are with you forever 
which hmm. really speaks to his character and how he processes a lot of stuff through the game. So that sentiment has always stuck with me. Actually if you remember quote. people, they're still with you. And that's super powerful. But on the fun side, and also related to achievements, there is another great Portal 2 quote, and that Cave Johnson quotes great. Uh, and And the whole game is tremendously written. But there's a scene in the game, late in it, maybe like the third or second to last chapter, where you walk into a room and character A goes, this is the part where he's going to kill us. And character B goes, this is the part where I kill you. And then the name of the chapter shows up. This is the part where he kills you. And then the achievement <laughs> pops, the part where he kills you. And the description is, this is that part. Brilliant. <laughs> like, <laughs> all that stuff happens. And, and like, because That's the game amazing. doesn't, Portal 2 never takes itself too seriously, but it is telling a story <laughs> where Portal 1 had a story and had some lore in there, but that wasn't really the point you can dig for it and find it but portal 2 was more story driven and and that was just so brilliant because you're entering this room and there's a sense of oh no here's the big bad and and the achievement popping with the name this is the part where he kills you <laughs> was just brilliant and completely memorable and just an awesome job all That's around perfect which speaking of portal i'm surprised no one just mentioned you know the cake is a lie i am well, there's a lot of, and, and this was the thought I kept running through when we had this question. There's a lot of stuff. It's quotable, right? Quotes are quotes. But most of what people remember are sort of quips. They're very short. And I don't know if there's any technical difference. It's just the way that it popped out in my head. But mm -hmm. they're real, real short. Like mm -hmm. Nate pointed out before, they're frequently like mistranslations or, or things that are just kind of a little goofy. They're not really those sentiments. Like if you type in top 100 video game quotes online, it's all these like four paragraph long monologues that people made in like Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And they're great and they're well written. But frankly, we're not going to remember a lot of that. Something like with uh, Halo, we're going to remember finishing the fight. Right. Mm -hmm. So there, yep. there's a reason why we're kind of programmed to take that part out of it. So that's mostly what we're we're going to get. So it's not surprising we didn't hear some of the other uh you know, more expansive quotes because who's going to remember all of it? Except for Chesno. He well, has I mean, a super memory. <laughs> Unbelievable memory. <laughs> well, I mean, there's <laughs> even like other uh, like little quips. And another one that's especially on, on the meme scene is uh, no Russian. Yes. Which anyone who has played that game knows exactly what that is. Yes. Even if you didn't play, so. play Modern Warfare 2. I'm sure you everyone knows what that is. Yeah. Except maybe L. <laughs> no, I have no idea. But I did think of another one that we all know because it's uh, something we say all the time. What's that? Just a minute. <laughs> 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 that, and that's definitely a more recent one. <laughs> that's good. I didn't think of that. For those and questions from other Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja yeah. Turtles. Yeah. Shredder's yes. Revenge. <laughs> Which, if you haven't played that game, oh. play that game. It's so good. It is a great, great game. Yeah. Uh, the other one I thought of, especially for Elle and Michelle, you guys will appreciate this, is uh, My Tomatoes! <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> Very yes. <laughs> Hey, gears. We needed a gears quote. Right. And, and just researching before we recorded, there's plenty of gears quotes 
that are floating around out there. I don't remember a single one of them that I read. As I read <laughs> them, I'm like, okay, I remember what scene this is from. Uh, but yeah, I, I they just word for word they don't stick with me. There there was a Halo one that came up a lot with like your name will be remembered forever for your action. Like it was something with like people won't remember you, but your actions will be remembered. Even in talking, about, I read that quote like seven times, reading through different articles about different quotes, and it still didn't stick with me. Uh, oh, another oh. one that none of us well, mentioned was the Assassin's Creed one. Uh, everything oh, is permitted. Yes. Uh, Nothing is true. Everything is yes. permitted. Yeah. And nobody Such a good one. I'm, picked up on that wow, one. Wow, yeah. I can't believe I didn't think about that when I have an Assassin's uh, Creed poster right in front of my face. <laughs> yeah, totally. And the Gears one, um, uh, Coltrane go, uh, no, shoot, I had it, I just lost it. <laughs> oh. Um, woo-woo. <laughs> yeah, woo-woo. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to butcher it. I, I had it, I just lost yeah, it. Yeah, I would not try to. It's gone. Actually, nope. Let it live in your memory. You'll ruin yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, looks like, um, to finish this out, Hawkeye didn't tag me appropriately, but, uh, he put up one that we didn't mention, uh, of course, which is finish him. Oh, so, yeah, there we go. Him. Oh, yes. Fate, fatality. fatality. I guess you could call those quotes too. Little quips like Michelle said. Right. Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> No, I didn't mean that. <laughs> I didn't mean Trust that. Me. Like, sure. I meant, yeah, finish him. That's a good, that's a good one. Everybody knows that. Yeah. And then we got, right. uh, if you're going to put that, you got to put NBA Jam. He's on fire. Boom, shakalaka. Toasty. Yeah. Well, I think in that way, Have a lot of that, that stuff stands out, those kinds of things in particular, because these are fairly early on in like, hearing actually hearing voices in games so just those those little sounds kind of stick with us very very well as opposed to there's tremendous writing in video games like legitimately tremendous Mm -hmm. like well-written characters and you know i i know from talking uh with the master raiders crew recently about celeste that there's a lot of really good strong content in that game I couldn't remember a word for answering this question, though. I just we're mm-hmm. just more attuned to remembering that real quick, easy, you know. And and everybody reacts to it because we all know it. We all know. Boom. Well, I don't. I don't want to say everybody because certainly there's age to consider too. But boom shakalaka is a thing that everyone at that time certainly would recognize and know and and associate with uh, NBA Jam. So. Yeah, I've haven't played that, and I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Don't mess up my ride. <laughs> well, if, unless you can't hear the kick ass others. and chew bubblegum. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, also, bubble. another one. I never but, played uh, Duke Nukem, but I knew <laughs> oh, that. Oh, no. Well, that's kind of a stolen one, but. Right. Uh, Duke Nukem. Uh, it's uh, actually a quote from uh, the movie They Live. But uh, I'll see. You, you have to hear I'll... that. In, you hear it in Duke Nukem's voice. You, you just do. <laughs> yes, I, to- I totally get it. 
totally See, I didn't yeah. know it was from anything else. I just know it from Duke Nukem. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Well, as long as you uh, guys don't have any others that you want to shout out, shall we continue? I, I'll, I'll, uh, uh, thanks, Devin. Another, another fun one. Yes. And before we continue, if anyone listening has any that we miss or any quotes that you want to mention, be sure to do so in Discord in the podcast discussion room. Let Please. us know which ones are your favorites or which ones that that we missed that we should have mentioned. Which I'm sure there's plenty that we've missed. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's so many. Yeah, let me know some more recent right. ones. We'll just randomly shout them out as we think of them throughout the show. <laughs> <laughs> just right. a minute. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> game showcase time. Nate, what game do you want to talk about? Well, apparently I'm going to talk about games. Uh, we'll start off with go. the short one. Do first it. one, Ravenlock. Uh, so this just came to Game Pass, surprising no one. Uh, and I played it. Uh, it's from developer Coco Cucumber. I think I mentioned this. Uh, I think we mentioned it last week or the week before when we were talking about Game Pass. We did uh, mention coming, it last week. You know, games that were coming. And uh, I, I put a little note in there saying that not a voxel to be seen. Well, that's not true. Uh <laughs> Coco Cucumber, they're the guys that do everything voxel. So uh, so they were in the game, but they weren't used like they did in their other two games. Uh, in their other two games, uh, the voxels would kind of explode and you get like little particle effects and everything. In this, they didn't do that. This game is really good looking. Um, if you look at the screenshots yes. for it, if you look at any of the videos, they've really worked that art style and, and they've got a, a really good look to it. Um, Definitely there's not a whole game. lot... Yeah, there's not a whole lot to say about this game. It kind of plays a little bit like a um, uh, Alice in Wonderland, a little bit. They've kind of taken a mishmash of all these kind of like fairy tales and childhood stories and kind of like mish- mixed them and made a little story out of it. Uh, you basically start off on this farm. Uh, you know, your family has moved out to this farm that you've inherited and you discover uh, a mirror that takes you into this enchanted world, and then you just spend the next three or four hours uh, hacking and slashing your way through stuff, leveling up, and finding collectibles. Uh, oh, wow, that's pretty much a it. Short game. Yeah, it's a very short game, uh, and it's it's not a bad little experience. It looks good. It, it doesn't overstay its welcome. Um, there's no missables. Um, puzzles are uh, all easily solvable. That's why you played this game. I <laughs> well, I played it because it was there, and it was there huh. to do, and that's just no. what I do. It's because of the achievement, Wolf. Okay, yes. so there is an achievement for petting the dog. This is true. Um, and, you know, I got him right away. Uh, you got him. So yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a good, it's a good little game. Um, like I said, there's not a whole lot to it, but if for some reason you're holding off, uh, just know it only takes about four or five hours. Um, you know, five hours if you're kind of taking your time. It's not very difficult. It's a pleasant little experience. Cute little game. Uh, Coco Cucumber says this is the third game in their voxel trilogy, and um, they're kind of done with voxels after this. They say good, but but I, I heard an interview with with one of the d- designers. Didn't sound like they were actually done with voxels, but they, I guess they were done with like this style of game. So who knows what they're going to do? But they were saying that um, there was a lot of uh, you know a lot of people requesting that they make a sequel to Echo Generation which is totally voxel-based. So I don't know how they're going to get away from that if they end up doing an Echo Generation 2 or anything. But um, but yeah, fun little game. Um, that was before I had gotten far enough in the next game I want to talk about. 
So I wanted to make sure that I had seen uh, a lot of the game and had possibly even rolled credits to be able to talk about it. There were a lot of uh, high-profile games that came out around the same time that were kind of plagued with some issues, technical issues and things. People were kind of down on them. And I wanted to give uh, Jedi Survivor, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, I wanted to give it the full uh, attention, and I wanted to see as much Ooh. of it as I could. I just rolled credits last night. Whoa. Um, oh, dang. Nice. Wow. Yep. Awesome. And, uh, Tore through that. So I, I, <laughs> I know earlier I said that uh, Hogwarts was going to be hard to beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't see anything else beating mm-hmm. Hogwarts out this year. It's it's neck and neck. And wow. I think I think Jedi Survivor might have the edge uh, wow. based on combat. Wow. Uh, this game is amazing. And, um, you know, people have been talking, like I said, they were talking about like technical issues and bugs and stuff. I was playing on the highest fidelity. So not, you know, not the highest frame rate, but the highest fidelity. And I didn't really have any complaints. Uh, the game worked great for me. I didn't have any real bugs. I didn't get stuck in any weird rooms. My, my time with this game was amazing. And uh, I, it's still going. I'm not quite done yet, but um, just an amazing game. Uh, and, and when it comes to Game Pass or when it comes to EA and gets, you know, included in Game Pass Ultimate or whatever, um, you're really going to want to set some time aside to this. If this is your type of game, it is not to be missed. So what is it? Um, you are, you know, it's the second in a, in hopefully a trilogy, uh, of Cal Kestis. Oh, you know, it will be Jedi warrior. Oh gosh, it's gotta be, I just, oh, it's gotta be, um, (laughs) it's an action adventure game, uh, which is basically a Metroidvania and a souls like mashup. They've really gone in and doubled down on that. Uh, it's, it's, that's exactly what it is, right? So like you're, you're going out, you're, you're fighting enemies and you're leveling up. And if you don't get back to your campfire, uh, you don't get to bank that XP. It's lost out in the field. You can go back and pick it back up and you'll retain it. And then you can take it back to a campfire and save it. Total Souls-like formula there. But it's got the Metroidvania traversal and combat and exploration. It's just, it is the perfect game for me. Uh, like it, just, <laughs> it pushes all those buttons. Um uh, not you know not to be a pun, but uh, but it it's perfect game for me. This takes place five years after the uh, you know the story beats in Fallen Order. Um, if you've played that game, you know you're in with a certain crew. You don't start out with that crew in this game, and instead you have a different crew, and you're working with Saw Gerrera. Who, uh, if you're familiar with the um, the prequels, not the prequels. Sorry, the the you know the latest Star Wars movies. Uh, he's a character in those, um, and I'm hoping for more tie-ins in the third game. We'll see some more of that. The story in this game blew me away. I was not expecting the story to be so good. Um, uh, it's really well done. It's got emotional weight at times. It's it's funny. Uh, it just goes places, and I just wasn't expecting a whole lot from it. And uh, it should not be dismissed that oh, the story is just you know there to serve the action. Um, there's at least one or two really good action set pieces. Like in the first one, uh, they just, they're just so well done. And there's just like adrenaline is pumping and it's just so good. Uh, and the lore and the story in this game is doled out in small chunks, um, through like force echoes. So a lot of times you'll go in games, you'll pick up journals and you'll have to read this whole page of text, 
right? This game doesn't do that. They have little blurbs. So all the stuff that you're getting are like these little easily digestible, easy to read and, and move on little blurbs that kind of you know, just dribble out the story to you as you go along, give you backstory and give you side story. Um, it's just really well done. Um, the story is also told through the cutscenes and uh, lots of conversations. A lot of times, Al, this is for you. I had you in mind the whole time. Um, it is so worth it in this game to talk to everyone at every chance until yeah, yeah, yeah. they kind of dismiss you. Uh, I don't <laughs> always do that. Really? Sometimes I do. You know, the game really has to pull me in. Mm-hmm. This game totally pulled me in. Every time I came back to my base or, you know, the central area, I would make the rounds, talk to everyone until they were done just because of the story. It was just so good. And like, they comment on things that you've been doing. They comment on other people that are in, uh, in the home base and what they've been doing. And it's just, it's so well done. So is it the type um, of game where you pick a response or it's just a natural conversation? No. No, okay. which is my favorite. I don't want to pick a response. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> because then mm-hmm. I'm always worried about, you, does that change the outcome? Miss? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't, want to, I don't want to deal with that. So mm-hmm. you're basically just talking, and then you're just hearing the dialogue go cool. back and forth. Cool. And it's, it's really good. Sometimes that will result in a new side quest. You could go find that side quest naturally, but sometimes that um, conversation will put a, a little you know, area on your map that you have to go explore, and, and then you'll actually get the side quest. Um the video game barks. We were talking about video game barks, you know, just random text said by uh, enemy characters or, you know, people as you're walking down the street. They are so worth it in this game to, to just kind of eavesdrop. Like, <laughs> I've seen a so couple many, of those online. A couple. There are, they are oh, so good. They're so good. When you go, when you're playing this game and you're about to go into a, a bit of combat, if you hear the enemy talking, stop. Just stop walking. Just listen to their conversation because uh, a lot of times they'll just be talking about, oh, I get to retire tomorrow. Um, you know, like, oh, I've got the easiest job in the world. I get to hang out on this cliff and watch nature and, <laughs> I saw you know, that one. That's and, and, and kill <laughs> villagers and, you know, any, you know, creatures I want to, oh, this is just the life. And then immediately you stab them with a lightsaber. Uh, and then sometimes <laughs> Cal will say something hilarious after that too. It is just so well done. Just the carrot they put into this, these little, these little jokes that they're just dropping in. It's so good. Um, on the second playthrough, at least in the early game, it's totally littered with foreshadow. Like, and like, just like turns of phrases just mean things differently. And like, you're picking out stuff as you go. They really paid attention to the story, is what I'm trying to say. So, nice. <laughs> this is just a great game. Um, a lot of times in Metroidvanias, you'll have that problem where, especially a sequel, you're super powered, right? After the first game, you've, you've done everything, you've gotten to the mountaintop, you have every power, and you're super unstoppable. Then you go to the sequel and they take everything away. <laughs> um, they don't do that. They don't do that in this game. They, they finally oh, wow. found a way to get around that. Yeah. yeah, they found a way to get away with that. So you have all your force powers. But what they do now is they make you stronger by giving you stances. So different um, ways to fight with different lightsaber combinations. So you have oh, a single cool. lightsaber, dual lightsaber, um, you know, double-bladed lightsaber, and a couple other things that I don't want to spoil if, if you're interested in that. But they have, <laughs> I think, five stances all total. Each of them has like a skill tree that you can build up with experience and they get more powerful and they get more abilities and, uh, and things like that. Uh, since so that's how they kind of get around that, that depowering problem with Metroidvanias. However, they still have a problem. Uh, they still kind of fall for it at towards the end of the game. You remember some abilities that you probably should have remembered 
Um, and it, whatever, <laughs> it's fine. But like, luckily, the whole game didn't suffer from that. It was wasn't super unrealistic. But I got to the end, it's like, oh, there it is. There's the common Metroidvania problem, and it, it's there. Uh, combat uh, is is a lot of fun for me. Um, it has to do a lot with blocking. So um, you can just be wailing on enemies, and if they block, they're not going to take any damage. You have to get their block meter down. The way you do that is by attacking. But uh, more importantly, you do that by parrying their attacks. So the, you'll have a window of time where you can hit the parry button as they're swinging at you. That'll take off a huge chunk of their block meter. Once their block meter's gone, then you can start hurting them. Uh, and it just looks really, really good. There, You sometimes have companions that fight alongside you. And these companions are useful. A lot of times when your companion fights with you, they're off in the distance, they're shooting, they're always missing. These guys actually hit. Uh, they hmm. actually do damage. They'll actually take people away huh. from you that are like chasing you. They'll, they'll do a great job of doing that. You can also command them to do a special ability that's on a cooldown. So sometimes that'll stun people in the area. Sometimes they'll just lock them down. Um, it's just really well done. Uh, I've had times where I'm like, uh, I'm in need of healing. I've got like one or two bars left. I'm really worried about my next block. Am I going to be able to get it right? Or am I going to get hit and die and have to go back to the thing? And my companion just takes them out. And I'm like, oh, fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, the original game had a lot of complaints about things like uh, the traversal and backtracking to find everything. You had to run everywhere. They didn't have, uh, they didn't have quick travel. Um, this game, they've added that. They've added uh, fast travel. They've added... Um, uh, I don't remember if the first game had maps with uh, locations of uh, collectibles. Uh, this game, you will un unlock map upgrades, which will tell you where those things are, and you can go find them. Um, there are mounts. This game is much larger. So, like, if you were to run everywhere, it would it would you know be kind of arduous. But there are mounts sometimes that you can jump onto uh, after you learn the ability to tame them. They will help you just cross you know large open areas quickly. Sometimes they'll also help you get to new areas you couldn't get to on foot. Um, just really well done. Uh, there, there'll be dark areas where you use your lightsaber, like a flashlight. That's uh, cool. To just kind of like see what's going on in the cave. It looks so good. Uh, <laughs> and then the outfits. Um, I went back because I, I couldn't remember what the outfits looked like. Uh, I went back to the original, you know, Fallen Order. And you basically just had a poncho. And <laughs> that was your outfit. You had a poncho. And you could, what you unlocked were different skins for the poncho. So different color schemes for the poncho. It was really limited uh, and really kind of sad. Um, this game, the uh, outfits you get are different character models. And they have different color schemes that you can apply to each one. Uh, and you can mix and match, uh, you know, your head or, or your jacket, your shirt, your pants. And then your haircuts. You can have haircuts and facial hair. It's just, you know, it, they've kind of gone way above and beyond. Uh, with that, they actually make fun of the, uh, they take a shot at themselves of the um, the outfits from the first game. I, I don't want to tell you about it, but there's an achievement for it. It's hilarious. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting that one uh, very soon. Uh, as far as difficulty options, you know, when we talk about accessibility, this game is off the charts with their uh, accessibility options. There are presets for like story mode, story difficulty, which is very easy if you don't like action games, but you want to get the story. Number one, I don't know why you're here. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah, the action and story go hand in hand so well. But if you, if you have trouble with combat, that story mode, you're going to fly through the game. No problem. 
Uh, but they have like five different difficulty modes. I think I think you might even have a custom where you can change sliders. There's slow-mo combat, so you can turn that on. It's not on by default, but if you go into combat and your reaction time is poor, or you know, it's just the game's too fast for you, you can have it jump into like 40% combat speed as soon as you get into combat. It's fantastic. Like they, they've cool. thought of a lot of things. Yeah. Um you can do uh, you can turn off fall damage. A lot of times, like if things are kind of wonky. With like hit detection and you know um, wall jumping and wall climbing and all that fun stuff, you can just turn off fall damage. And then it, you know if it doesn't connect properly, you don't take any you don't take any health away. You just keep trying it till till you get it right. So I did that one. I didn't feel bad about that, and it goes really well. Uh, when you when you finish the story, it opens up a brand new game mode. You have new game plus mode. They give you a couple more perks that you can put on your character. Uh, which just kind of changed the, you know, slight changes to the way the game plays and the way your character does damage or takes damage. Um, there's <laughs> there's a party mode for your lightsaber where every time you swing it, it changes color. Uh, that's kind of fun for a couple minutes, but then I, I had to go back to my pink lightsabers because I love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> map upgrades help you with your cleanup. Um, now, Vulgar will still be upset and still talk poorly about this game because your lightsaber does not always chop off limbs. It does not always cut things in half, um, but it does yep. it does it more <laughs> than it did before. <laughs> a lot of times when you're when you're finishing an enemy and you get the last hit on them or two, an arm will come off, a leg will come off. Sometimes you'll chop them in half. Uh, if you're fighting with your companion and you're both really close to the enemy, sometimes you'll you'll get rewarded with like a, a combo finish. Uh, so you'll like do like this really fancy move, and they'll get the kill or you'll get the kill. It's really cool. Um, and if you don't like that, you can turn off dismemberment and play it just like Fallen Order, uh, <laughs> with very little dismemberment, I guess. Uh, but the game, the game is great. Uh, the achievements are, for the most part, uh, progression based. Then there's collectibles based. Uh, there's a couple that are, you know, just do, do the cool thing. Uh, there is a pet the bog achievement. Um, so there's <laughs> there's a little boggling uh. animal. That's basically a dog, and you can pet it, and get that one. <laughs> That's why uh, like this. Yep, and you know, it's just <laughs> it's a it's a it's a fun game. I don't think that the achievements are crazy. The cleanup is not going to be difficult because, well, not as difficult as it could be because they give you all sorts of aids. This is one of those rare sequels where it's just so much better uh, than the first game. I was and, uh, actually about to ask that which one's better. Yeah, uh, so this one, I actually like went back. No contest. I went back and I played Fallen Order for about five minutes. Number one, to check out the poncho. And number two, just to see how it felt. I was playing <laughs> it on the cloud because I didn't want to install it. And th- yeah, this just feels so much better. Uh, it's just uh, such an improvement. Uh, really good game. Um, it's fun. It's fun to play a good game and get achievements as you go. And I'm just having the best time with Jedi Survivor. So when <laughs> I hope more people get to play this uh, when it comes to Game Pass in some form or fashion or get super cheap. Uh, fantastic game. Jedi Survivor. Do you like it? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, it's all right. Kush, when... So I was just getting you... a refresher on uh, Respawn and what games they've developed. Yeah. They've never missed. Nope. They were like five for five. Titanfall, Titanfall yeah. 2, Apex, Jedi Fallen Order, and Jedi Survivor. Let me tell you, man, uh, the first time I got to do my wall run again, it just felt so right. I was just like, oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, the wall run. It's so good. It's just so good. So given that, that we've studio, st- man, they just don't miss. 
Given that we've sacrificed Titanfall 3 to Jedi Survivor, you think this was a worthy sacrifice? Because I'm a little salty. Yeah. No. I, I think so. Um, I'm happy with it. You know, Star Wars has a place in my heart that just, you know, nothing nothing can take its place. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm super excited for uh, the third in the trilogy. But why can't we have both? Like, I'm all in for Titanfall 3. Let's do it. But if I had to pick one, this is so good because there is no Titanfall 3. So I'm happy with Jedi Survivor. <laughs> so there. I just wanted to go back real quick because you, when you're talking about uh, Fallen Order versus Jedi Survivor, so if somebody had played neither game, um, would you say, hey, just pick up from Jedi Survivor? Or is this a case where you'd say, look, first of all, it's story, but also their quality of life improvements or whatever, like you're going to want to start with Fallen Order. And what would be your recommendation to someone coming new to this trilogy? Yeah, I, I mean, I would say, you know, if you're playing this trilogy, you're going to want to play the, the whole thing. So um, I would definitely start with the first one. It would be painful, I think, to go from Jedi Survivor back to Fallen Order and miss the fast travel right. and, and mm-hmm. miss the ease of cleanup, uh, those sorts of things. Um, so, yeah, so if you were interested in this, I would say just, you know, number one, it's a fantastic series. <laughs> like, you're not doing yourself any disservice by playing the first game first and waiting to play the second game because the second game is just going to get better. Uh, they're going to keep patching it. I think they're on their second or third patch as of like this morning or yesterday. Wow. Um, I haven't, I haven't noticed any stability issues like with playing it day one versus you know, the other, you know, couple patches applied. So yeah, I, w- I would say just go in play the first one, enjoy it. Uh, and just know that Jedi survivor is just in every way better. So is it better enough though that Devin will order come is around? Game pass. Oops, sorry. That's no, okay. What's that? Is it better enough that Devin will come around to it, despite the limited dismemberments? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. It's just it's so good. I mean, the story is so good, the action is so good, uh, the fact that you don't chop off a limb here or there, whatever. Uh, you know, I can get over that. It's a little disappointing. I'd love to be able to like carve my name in like a, a rock face. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I'd love to just. It's a little silly. I can't just open the backside of a building to go in and get that collectible. Instead, I have to hit the, you know, get the MacGuffin to hit mm. the switch that opens the door. That's a little whatever. But, you know, I'd have to do that in other games, too. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, you know, this is the world we live in. We play video games. Uh, and you know, sometimes <laughs> your lightsaber can't cut open, you know, a piece of plywood. That's fine. Uh, but I will eventually get into that room. And that's that's part of the joy of the Metroidvania, uh, you know, exploration puzzle. Um so I, I love that pain, and, and yeah, it's a little ridiculous, but whatever. I can live with it. And I see you're 13 achievements away from the uh, the completion. I am. Um, a lot of it is just cleanup, um, going for this uh, collectible completion, uh, going for finishing out this storyline. There is a character in this game that is so good. <laughs> like, such a character. There are so many characters in this game that are so good, but there's one in particular uh, I don't want to go into too much detail, but there's a fisherman you have to go meet. And there's fishing in Jedi Survivor. And the way they do their fishing is fantastic. It's it's so good. Like, normally, like, uh, a fishing minigame is a pain in the butt, and you're just like, oh, this is the worst. Uh, their fishing minigame, I don't want to ruin it, but it's, it's basically conversation-based. You just go and you have a conversation, and that's how you catch your fish. And it is... So worth it. I look forward to it. I have two more to get, and I'm I'm gonna be sad when it's all over. Uh, just because it's one of wow. the highlights of the game. It's it's fantastic. This game, man. This game is fantastic. That's you know I'm done. 
It's good. <laughs> yeah, it's just, right. uh, the only people I know who, who got this game are, uh, besides you, is Prue. And, you know, hats off to you. Glad you enjoyed it. Well, I mean, it. it's a bad time to be playing new games that take a long time. Uh, right, because there's GTAS going on, so people are afraid to play new games. But I don't care. Oh, please. I just don't care. I will not allow that to uh, prevent me from playing well, good things I want to play. What I said to you and what I worried about is, like you said, with all the patches, so you get punished a little bit for being an early adopter, which shouldn't be the case. You should get priority for spending full price on a game. Like You should, you should not have a lackluster experience. Sounds like you didn't get sure, hit with I mean, anything, you know, but... yeah. I in did see some world, complaints. Yeah, you, in a perfect world, games would be released with no problems. Mm-hmm. That We don't live in a perfect world. <laughs> I think we know this. Mm-hmm. You know, we, uh, especially these big games. Um, they're going to have little issues. They're going to have problems. Sometimes you're going to have save issues. I think at this point in time, I feel like people who've played games know that going in. That's a risk they are willing to take if they're going to pay the money. They should not be terribly upset. Uh you know, from experience, you should know, okay, if I want the best experience of this game, I'm going to wait. But if I want to play it on day one, I might see a bug or two. Um, right. So, yeah, does it suck that, you know, people are sometimes guinea pigs? Sure. But I think we know that. And we, you know, if we don't want that, we wait. And we get the best best experience later. But, I, you know, for me, I had no issues whatsoever. And I was playing on a Series X, uh, highest fidelity I wasn't doing like the highest frame rate. I was doing the highest fidelity, so pushing it graphically, and uh, I had the best time. I, I had no frustrations. Awesome. I had no lost saves or anything. Awesome. It was great. Last question. You mentioned you started a second playthrough. Was that for cleanup, or is that just for your own? I did. I did start a second playthrough. Uh, so the New Game, Plus, <laughs> the new game okay. Plus allows you to take through all of your experience points, and then you can reallocate them as you want. Uh, you don't have all your force powers right from the start. You're still playing with your force powers doled out as the story releases them to you. Your force powers and mobility powers and those sorts of things. And the ability to go to different planets. All that stuff. It's it's the exact same uh, story beats that you're hitting and the same released schedule for those, if you will. Um, but I wanted to see what was different. I wanted to see how that uh, the new perks worked. I wanted to see how the new lightsaber party mode worked. I went. Uh, <clears throat> what I didn't realize was how much story would feel different with you know getting to the end of the game. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to ruin anything. But um, because this game's story is incredible, uh, I feel. I feel you know. I haven't played a whole lot of games where the story. Man, you're making me want to play this. I'm not a story guy. Typically, like I play games for the experience. I play it for the action. I play it for uh, how it makes me uh, feel to be able to pull off these combos, to do this, to do that. You know, that's what I like. I, I like the mechanics of a game. This game has me, you know, caring about the story and uh, just seeing things differently after getting to the end and playing back through. It's like a good book. When you read a good book and they just set up stuff. You know, they, they've obviously done all their homework. They've done got this great outline going. They're dropping clues. They're dropping, like, little threads. You go back, you read the book. You're like, oh, my gosh, I had no idea. This was this person's motivation the whole time. And um, and, and you and you get that. And they, they do a great job of, like, oh, you'll, you'll see a character that you meet later in the game 
and they're foreshadowed at the very beginning of the game, like on a poster somewhere. You're like, holy crap, that's the person that I was, you know? So like they just do a really good job and they took their time with it and it really shows and man, respawn. Oh, love them. Which that reminds me, is this game canon? Is it canon? Well, I think at Disney they have a Cal Kestis lightsaber, so I'm pretty sure that this is canon. Yeah. And they're talking about Saul Guerrero. I think, yeah, I think it is. Now, hmm. we're just going to have to wait for Mike Pitch to get back from vacation and tell me I'm wrong, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's canon. I was thinking it was because I'm pretty sure everything now has to be canon. But I didn't know if this was like an exception or something like that. Yeah, I think so. I, th- I think that's true. That's, that's what I'm going to go with. Yeah. And, you know, our extensive research department is there to back us up. Someone will add us. But please right. take me away from this mic. Someone else go. I don't want <laughs> to gush any more than I've already gushed. All right. Well, in that case, let's do a barrel roll. Uh, Michelle, what game do you <laughs> want to talk about? I think we're oh. fresh out of time for the game showcase, actually. So we're just going to end this here. Ellie, you have nothing to talk about, right? <laughs> we're, we're good? No, no, that was... Awesome. It's always oh. good to hear exciting good game news. Um, <laughs> I have old good games to talk about, or game singular, uh, and that's going to be Forza Horizon 4. So as Al has mentioned lately, the Encore achievement recently became available again in Forza Horizon. And uh, so a whole bunch of us have been working on doing the different dailies and such, and that's been great. So I had taken Forza out of my random to-do list pool for a while because it's a lot of achievements and you know, I don't know if I want to deal with this anymore, but I re-added it and showed up this month and pretty much everything I have available is in the Lego DLC. So for the first time, I've really sat down and focused on the Lego DLC. And for those of you who know, the Lego DLC really informed how Forza Horizon 5 is framed. So it's awesome. I'm having so much fun with it. What they've done in Lego Horizon or Lego Horizon, Lego, uh, the Lego Speed Champions DLC, is they introduced accolades, uh, which they call Lego Brick Challenges in Forza Horizon 4. But they're split into various groupings. So there's discovery for going around the map and seeing different areas. There's smashables for smashing into certain collectibles. There's PR stunts. There are events. And it lets you kind of crystallize the game into these really little bite-sized chunks but it also encourages you to actually try some of the 600 vehicles you have sitting in your in-game garage. So it's it's great the way that it actually cool. makes you explore the game. And it also, I think, is the only portion of the game that actually requires you to play all the races. Because if you're like me, the last thing you want to do in Forza Horizon is a race. I want to do the PR stunts. I want to just explore. I want to smash yeah. the billboards. But this... DLC, because of the accolade system, the brick challenge system, you have to play all the races. And that was actually pretty fun, too. So I just that's most of what I've been doing is going through and just knocking out the the Lego DLC. There are achievements attached to doing all of the different groupings of brick challenges. So some of these you kind of get stuck. So, for example, events, you have to do every race. As you unlock each brick challenge, you earn a certain number of Lego bricks, and that helps you build your home in the expansion. And you get achievements as your home gets uh, built out further and further. But you can't do the last event until you've completed basically every other brick challenge. So that's going to be the last one you do. Um, you know, I went through and got the the 
Discovery ones, which once again was for, or I'm sorry, the Smashable ones. The Smashable was like, go find ladders to smash into, which was great because I actually like spent time looking around the environment going, okay, where can I find ladders to smash into? You get all your achievements from those things. There are some achievements based to, uh, based on driving certain cars in certain races. You do unlock different Lego vehicles. Uh, there's also one annoying achievement, just to keep in mind, if anyone is going through this DLC now. Uh, it requires you to hit certain collectibles. So there are two sets of alien collectibles. There's like these batteries and then plants. The batteries are only available at night, which is fine. The game cycles night and day pretty frequently. But then the plants are only available when it rains. So currently, as we were recording this, it's the summer season. It doesn't rain. But autumn is huh. coming up. Uh, snow in the winter season counts. So hopefully I'll be Winter's able to get that done in the next week or so, that part of it. But I, what all of this has done, I'm, I'm hoping now to... Oh, also the LEGO DLC does have a story. So um, there are several story modes throughout Forza Horizon. The chapters uh, are graded on a scale of one to three stars based on whatever metric is used for that chapter. And I think all of them have an achievement for finishing the entire story and for finishing the entire story with all available stars. And that that is the case for the Lego DLC as well. But um, yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. And what it's also done is made me excited for going back to Forza Horizon 5 because I played it a lot in the first week and a half, two weeks, and um, the online wasn't great early on, kind of what I was touching on with playing Jedi Survivors early, right? Like people playing Forza Horizon 5 now, the, the Horizon events work and all that, but in the early days it was convoys would break all the time it just the game was great but that part of it wasn't great so i'm i'm excited to get back into it and it, also if anyone has any questions as they're going through it the forza channel in the discord has been an amazing source of help every question i come up with yeah like there's one brick challenge to get to stuntman skills which is to get an air skill and right after that get a near miss and I tried it for like a good hour one night and I just couldn't figure it out, even with videos and stuff. And I asked in the Discord room, somebody posted a video I hadn't seen. And then within like 10 minutes of trying it, I managed to get it. So definitely check out that space too. They've been great. But yeah, I'm hoping to wrap up Forza Horizon 4 pretty soon and actually complete it and get everything done and then jump into 5 and try to get more done there. Nice. Yeah, the for Forza is also another Damn, Michelle. game. It's like they just don't miss. They're always so good. Mm-hmm. Michelle, you uh, buried the lead there. What's that? Our, our that we got encore. I mean, our, our, I've been talking about it for three weeks, and, and oh, and I our listeners did not know that we actually was, got encore. That's right. That was after oh, no, recording we got it last, last Thursday. Week. <laughs> that's right. Yes, yeah, it yes. feels like much longer ago. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some so some was, people were uh, saying a month of, in of the, craziness. Yeah, and, and some people were saying in the Forza room about how it was taking a while to pop, but I think. Mm -hmm. We discovered that that had something to do with the order that they were like, if they were doing the um, daily last, that seemed to take a little while to register, but it would pop. The two of us did the photo challenge last and it popped right away. But going for the, the daily challenges and all that, the Horizon uh, events was fun, too. Like, uh, there's just so mm -hmm. much to do in Forza Horizon that and, and to that same point that are so much more interesting and engaging than, oh, another race. But the racing itself is actually really well done, too. And because you can modify so many of the difficulty things, you can make it as easy or difficult as you'd like it to be. So it's 
uh, yeah, but I'm, I I mentioned you had mentioned it, but I, I forgot already that that happened after you recorded last week. Yeah. Good job. Congratulations. Yeah. All right. We rock. Well, in that case, uh, Al, get over here and tell us about your Nice. You didn't mention that other one you were going to tell us that you were going to uh Hadouken. Huh? <laughs> I hope that. Hadouken. I'm sure you can. Dragon Punch. Oh, man. A lot, a lot of them. I'm just throwing them out there as I think about them. <laughs> thinking is bad. I really don't like thinking, which is why I've been asking for help in a game that where you're supposed to think, uh, which is the game leaving uh, Game Pass on the 15th, Her Story. Now, I know you could just go to the walkthrough and type in all the words, but I wanted to figure out how to play and what you're supposed to do. Why? Just type in the words. Uh, because... Could... Stop it, Kenny. <laughs> I mean, if it comes to that on, on, on the 15th, I'll do it. But in the meantime, so what I've been doing is typing in the words and trying to watch the videos and not just skipping them. And I guess something's supposed to click at some point of what's happening. But yeah, do you have a notebook? Uh, no. Just have a piece of paper. Okay, I have so a, here's, a, here's how you do it. I don't want to take your time away. I have from a you. photogenic memory. Don't. Okay, well, take your photogenic memory. <laughs> and as you hear keywords pop up, something just interesting, just write it down and then go through and cross it off yourself. Um, right. It's a great way to play the game. That sounds good and all, but then what? Because the achievements are just finding all the words in the database. You're, is, is there a, you're not really solving anything. Unless I'm well misinterpreting. Correct. No, no, you're right. You're not solving. There's no like um Who there's is no the thing whatever. where you have to fill in the blank and say, It right. was Colonel Mustard. Yeah, exactly. No. Exactly. You're just you're piecing for yourself, you're piecing the story together. Okay. Yeah, I definitely learned stuff so far. But definitely bonkers, I gotta say. Definitely bonkers. Yeah, so I was uh, on an easy gamer score kick, but this one the kind of last minute they said it was leaving Game Pass. I'm like, all right, let me check this out. The same way I did telling lies. It's definitely, it's basically the same thing, but this only has one person telling a story as opposed to several people. So in that regard, it's a little easier to wrap my head around, but not not quite. Just mash I, Okay, fine. Let's get it done. You're running out of time. I mean, You're turning into the devil on my shoulder, Kenny. You're not the, the, the gamer score guru. <laughs> You're Kenny. I earned <laughs> achievements through you. I don't want to watch uh, I don't want to just sit there and stare at a guide i spent i will um, encourage you all to do it for me i spent oh. two hours and 47 minutes on her story okay and some of that was just paused walking away uh but i, I treated it just like I the first game uh which is actually the second game uh, <laughs> yeah it's just you know pick a term watch a video if, mm-hmm. if, a, if a word sticks out write down a word and then because uh, in telling lies i remember track down that word and cross them off. remember in telling lies you like clicked mm-hmm. on a word on the screen but i don't s- see that in this well one. her story was the first game in this series so yeah. you know obviously it's not kind of all the quality of life oh, is that what it, okay. bells and whistles Got it. yeah yeah so that's why telling lies is a little bit more advanced it was their second or okay third, the second game i think um then immortality is we're able to play and immortality is the third yeah the most recent one that we're able to play because that one has like 12 um, yeah, to 15 that, hour <clears throat> time estimate and this oof. is uh an hour not sure if you just type in the words and and not watch the videos. Well, yeah. If you just want to start the video and stop the video, you can do that. Or you can just watch it. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that's what I'm trying and, to do, at least. You know, yeah, I figured that's how you would play it. And you know, that's how I played it. And that's, I think, you know, 
That's what I wanted. And hopefully I think that you'll get what you want out of it if you just do that. You'll kind of piece it together. You'll figure it out. What do most people want? A thousand gamer score. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to put some some bad games on my RTTL this month. Like uh it's a Zitalon game called Bolatron, and then there's a sequel, Bolatron Oceans. <laughs> yeah. It's a physics puzzle. Well, it's kind of like Angry Birds. You just take this this ball and you shoot it and you try to hit the exit. And it's really simple and really easy. Don't but the bad. game is so buggy and bad. The original Bolatron won't bad. even load up on any of my three different Xboxes. The sequel loads up, but the music stops and starts, and it's just a buggy mess. Luckily, the achievements are easy, and that one has 2,000 gamer score. I promptly got that and deleted it. I said about that, the better. Uh, but the game I was going to talk about is called Discolored, and this was actually a lucky one. This showed up on my RTDL, but it was perfect for the True Achievements uh, target uh, this month for May which is the primary color fall target, uh, which is to earn achievements with red, yellow, blue, white, or black in the game or achievement name. And Discolored has all kinds of achievements, names, um, you know, in, in the achievement names. So uh, a cheat for this one is to find any game that has remastered, because I guess red is at the end of that one. So you could use those. Huh, that's cheating. Yeah. It's cheating, I know, but if you click uh, View My Valid Achievements, that's what the majority of them show up are. Or like level cleared ends in red. So stuff like that hmm. you could do. But uh, Discolored is a puzzle game, and you go around. It's a, it's a first-person uh, game. Um, uh, you could pause it any time and get a hint, and it'll be, just be like, touch the suitcase open the suitcase and like if you're really stuck you could look at a hint so that's nice i like that uh the it was a little clunky though to play so you open up your inventory and you click an item but before you can use the item that you had to hit the button to then to close the inventory first which was just confusing every time um so i didn't like that but overall it was nice so sometimes the game would turn into black and white and you had to find the color it's one of those games that you can beat in like 20 to 30 minutes if you use a video guide, but that's no fun. Uh, it's about two hours otherwise. I wound up using the guide here and there. Um, Cheetah has a good one, Cheetah Guides. And then after you beat the game, there's another achievement that's an Easter egg that you'll you'll need a guide for. Something you have to stand there and watch a, a TV screen that you definitely wouldn't do on your own. Uh, so overall, I liked Discolored. It's a good game for the month. It's a $10 game. Wish it was five so i could recommend it more but it's very interesting why not if recommend you look, it at 10 uh because that's too much come on because wow. people, cause people, are, cause <laughs> cause people are gonna beat in 15 <laughs> minutes and then demand their money back probably get a refund okay yeah fair. the um if you look at the discolored icon to me it, it's a ripoff of uh pink floyd uh uh-huh the wall <laughs> you see it <laughs> yeah oh yeah it's but definitely least, the uh copy my homework meme <laughs> but at least uh, can you name a pink floyd song uh-oh <laughs> you could do this you could do this name any name any pink floyd song you could uh, do this uh the wall okay good job <laughs> i don't like pink floyd <laughs> i got that one and i had to think about that <laughs> what were you saying now sorry uh 
Um, money. Talk about the icon. Oh my! <laughs> it's the other song. Yeah, I think I thought maybe. Well, the first money. one I think it was a <laughs> brick in the wall. Another brick in the wall. But now we're off on a tangent here. Uh, I was just going to say that TA actually spells this game properly and this has no use in it so i was very excited for that so on that alone i would recommend it so it's Until not a reaching stack spend yeah. the ten dollars and not the uh the pounds <laughs> yeah god be games made this game it's their only game too and that's the only one they made i'm pretty sure this is one of those games that was made like by like one or two dudes just seems like one of those it looks it but it's an artsy fartsy game i think nate have you done this one I mean, can't find it no, it's ten dollars. You kidding me? You? <laughs> <laughs> no, looks like you haven't. Oh, you would like this game. You like this type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll probably get around to that it's at some got point. If it's pretty cheap colors, enough. and that's all you need. I do like colors. I also really like what you're saying. Like when it gets all desaturated, and then there's like one, you have to find the one color or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's, there's, that's, there's cool. I stuff like that, that style. It's very yeah. sounds cool. Clever. Yeah, there's not much I wish I could say more about it, but it's a puzzler, and then and, and you have to figure stuff out on your own. So, yeah, it took me about two hours. But, yeah, if you follow the guy, it'll take you half hour or less. Yeah, TA says it's a zero to half hour. Yeah, of course it does. Of course it does. Well, however people want to experience things, I guess. All right. All right, that was uh, discolored. Well, I feel like I have died of dysentery while going through <laughs> that one. So I love that you just have like, a little can- notebook. Little <laughs> no, of course I'm just flipping these out. I love um, <laughs> the others. You could have figured out, not that one. That that's before, <laughs> way before your time. Hey, hey, now I've played Oregon Trail. I don't believe you. You're just asking for an Oregon Trail update. I know. Oh well, I mean the new, the one that Michelle is periodically playing is fifty percent off. It is. Oh, is it now? It is. So it's thirty, so it's 30 dollars now. Oh. <laughs> It's still kind of pricey for that game. Yeah. Just go to Game Pass. My goodness. Go to Game Pass. Just had a free content update, which surprised me. Still has some broken achievements, I think, uh, but uh, you know. Yeah, broken. Yeah, it does, unfortunately. It's not good. I did not know it got a content update. But yeah, it got uh, new achievements. Oh, that's cool. Do I get to haggle more? What'd you say? Michelle, do do I get to haggle more? I mean, you're dead, so no. Wow. <laughs> so can you at least, like, trade my body in for, like, 400 pounds of food or something? I mean. <laughs> Make use of me. I'll trade you for a box of bullets. <laughs> a box of bullets. Shh. Take five hours to shoot that rabbit and get one pound of meat. And I have to get, a, a, get a second run 25. going. Get some volunteers to to run the trail. Um, all right. Uh, Nate, what games do you want to recommend? Sure. Thanks for asking. Uh, I'm going to recommend Figment Journey into the Mind. It's $4 down from 20 It's an action-adventure game. Uh, looks pretty cool. I know that there's a sequel out. It's not on sale, so we're not going to talk about that. Uh, next up, Shady Part of Me. I know I talked about this previously. I really should go back and finish that trademark. <laughs> it's $4.50 down from 15 It's a puzzle platformer. It has to do with shadows, so 
There's a good chance I'm into it. Uh, next up, The Inner World, $3 down from 15 It's an adventure point and click. And then the, I guess, the sequel to it, uh, The Inner World, The Last Wind Monk, is $4 down from 20 It's also an adventure point and click, so there's good price for those if there was an adventure contest going on somewhere. Uh, next up, for the people with more money, uh, Cal the Kangaroo, $15 down from 30 uh, this is the lowest price it's ever been. It's a platformer, um, and the $8 DLC is not included. So if you want to get the full completion, uh, expect to wait for a DLC sale uh, or to just pay through the nose. Um, looks like a pretty solid platformer, like kind of like, you know, the old school platformer styles, but like with modern uh, looks and, and hopefully... Uh, gameplay. Uh, and finally, Gotham Knights. We've not talked about this. Uh, it's $23 down from $70. Uh, this is the lowest price Whoa. ever. It'll probably be on sale for lower at the end of the year, so if you want to wait, uh, like I am thinking about waiting until it's like 15 or maybe 20 uh, pick it up at the end of the year. But uh, if you have been waiting for a significant price drop, this is the one. Um, it's a stealth open world beat-em-up. Uh, it's not like the other uh, Arkham games. It's the first departure from that. Uh, so, you know, if you're interested, uh, not a bad price uh, right now. Gotham Knights. Meow. All right. Well, I have a couple Did, can you take a walk? games I will recommend then. I, You know, I was really excited at first when I looked through the sales oh. this week because I saw Dead Space was on sale and it was 30% off and that sounded good until I saw that's still $49. And just gotta remember that patience is gonna pay out here it's eventually gonna hit some kind of service through which game pass will be uh you know a good assist so not gonna recommend that at the moment but just so you know it is on sale but i am going to recommend the two steam world dig games i've played the first one i've enjoyed the first one it's a platformer metroidvania game where the play instead of going east to west mostly it goes mostly north to south you dig down and you find gems and upgrades and whatnot i know this has been mentioned in the past super solid game the first game is $1.99 marked down from 10 and the second game is $5.99 marked down from 20 i have not played the second game at all so this might be an opportunity to finally jump in on that because i really did the first game took me by surprise like i wasn't expecting much and i really enjoyed my time with it it does have a couple of annoying achievements. There's a speed run achievement, for example, and I don't, I don't have those. I just enjoyed my one playthrough of the game. I don't know, Nate, if you have uh, more to add. With huh? Can I borrow six dollars? <laughs> yeah, I never went back to play it um, or to finish it. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, a lot of people said it was good. I think they, I think most people enjoy the second one even more. So if you like the first one, you're. you're Going to have a better time, I think, with the second one. It's a little more conventional, I believe. Okay. Uh, what were you telling me? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, okay. I think he wanted you to pay $6. I mean, I, <laughs> I think what it was. This is no different than any other day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to gift you a game. <laughs> it's going to be good. You'll dig it. <laughs> oh, God. Well, what, why don't we move on no, to some games that we don't have to gift? Uh, because they're already free. Uh, with games with gold. Go so on. if uh, as oh. we are listening to this, we are still well in the range to get Star Wars Racer, which is available from May 1st through May 31st. But we are running out of time to pick up Peaky Blinders Mastermind, which is a stealth strategy in real time game that lasts about eight to ten hours coming up after 
Peaky Blinders leaves the service, we have HOA, uh, H-O-A, which is going to be available starting May 16th. It is an adventure game that clocks in at two to three hours. So this month's pickings are pretty good for those who want to seek some quick achievement fixes. Then in Game Pass news, out now-ish, time travels hard, Weird West <laughs> Definitive Edition for the Series X and S. It's an action RPG role-playing game. There's the Shadowrun Trilogy on PC, which is role-playing strategy and turn-based. And there's Fuga, or Fuga, Melodies of Steel 2, which is cloud console and PC, and strategy, turn-based, and management. Uh, if you're chasing Game Pass leavings, as people do, because it's a thing, and people do that. Uh, May 15th, you have to get uh, consider these games before we leave Cloud Console PC. Simulation management, 60 to 80 hours. No way you're doing that now. $20. Daganropa 2, Goodbye Despair, Anniversary Edition. Uh, also a very long game. Uh, Hearts of Iron 4 for PC. Nobody's playing that. It's got 12 unobtainables. Her Story, Elle mentioned it earlier. That's visual novel, oh, half good. an hour to an hour. Took me two and a half. So, you know, whatever. I'm not average. $10. Uh, my friend, my friend Pedro, it's a console PC stack, so you can play it twice, get twice the uh, gamer score. However, it is skill-based. Um, and, uh, yeah, it takes 15 to 20 hours, you know, for the normal human, uh, for if, you know, maybe Waka-esque. If you're not, you know, whatever. It's too late. You're not going to do it. Next up, Umurangi <laughs> Generation Special Edition Cloud Console PC. Simulation one and two hours. It's not a simulation, really. That's the kind that I consider simulation. <laughs> you walk around with the camera, you take pictures of things and pick up film canisters. Nate, you know. should I play this game? Uh, Volger talked about it. Wait, so yeah, it's Volger paparazzi talked about it last week. Uh, it's simulation? Doable. Yes. It's paparazzi minus the pups. Although I think they might have dogs in some levels. They're okay. birds. There was a... I remember that say here that was mentioned last week that that was kind of the closest corollary yeah yeah so i think i I think it's definitely doable i just started i'm three achievements deep i'm gonna finish it here in the next five days i don't feel rushed um yeah morangi generation special edition hopefully we'll have news next week probably not probably two weeks out but uh i do love that game pass news we'll probably have something next wednesday just in time to be podcasted. Classic. All right. Well, in that case, let's go to Bright Camp. Take away, Michelle. In completions, the Aria Dragon has reached 500 completed games. Legless Hamster has crossed 700 completed games. Northern Last with 850 completed games. Alicia is up to 1,200 completed games. Elroy OMJ up to 1,300 completed games, and Toad Style Venom has just passed 1,400 completed games. Congratulations, everyone. That's that's nuts. Uh, in streaks, Rhett Stack currently on a 50-day achievement win streak. Freemhole with 100 days. Legohead 1977 with 200. Inferno 118 with 250. CJH Carter with 300. Uh, M's Fergie with 550. Uh, XNeo21X, also known as Nerdy Neo, 650 days. Uh, Fluttery Chicken with 1,100 days. Prince It with 1,200. And for the dyslexic, Elroy OMJ with 2,100. <laughs> In gamer score, Boots Orion and Riser have both hit 500,000 gamer score. Finally, Boots. Has, <laughs> has hit 600,000. <laughs> uh, Dioxide, yeah, that's. A gamer tag has hit seven hundred thousand. Uh, a Hizo has hit eight hundred thousand. Legless Hamster has hit nine hundred fifty thousand. 
the Araya Dragon has hit the big one million gamer score. Congratulations on joining Whoa. that club. Mighty Mango is at 1.7 million. LRJ is at 1.9 million. Mental Knight 5 has hit 2.4 million. And Redemption Denied has hit 3.8 million gamer score. Wow. He'll be at 4 million probably next month. Right. You were almost a Jill sandwich. In leaderboards. <laughs> uh, Ace is in the top uh, 100 of the Canadian TA leaderboard. Bastion Reader is number four in USA completed games leaderboard for Shoot 'em Up Games. Arutrek is in the top 500 of TA leaderboard for RPGs and top 50 gamer score for role playing plus turn based. Is there any other really, you know, kind of role playing game besides a turn based game? Come on. That, that's all there is. GT3 Option Fan is in the top 200 of Georgia TA leaderboard for Xbox 360 Shoot 'em Ups. Uh, High Road, the two top 10 of the TA leaderboard for bowling. Oh, man, that's pretty good. There's uh, a couple Connect games that were real pain. There's like Brunswick Bowling. And uh, I wonder if, like, if Connect Sports has bowling in it, does that get the bowling tag? I never remember if they do those things or not. Sometimes. Uh, Someone looked at it. There's no achievement for that. Um, <laughs> LA Noir is a puzzle game. Oh, Connect. Oh, what's wrong with my brain? Sorry. Well, it's yeah, like there's a treatment for bowling. They, 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 yeah. Those are hard. It, I think Connect sports games are, are just sports. I heard Connect. I thought we. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, you do sports. have some <laughs> weird outliers, though. Like, I think Jackbox Party Pack 6 maybe randomly has like the dodgeball tag because of Zeeple Dome or something. There, there are some weird ones, oh, but I'm God. pretty sure the Connect sports games are just straight sports. Okay. Um, but there Sir were those Polygon gems, is... the Connect Sports gems, the, the oh. pointers. Those would be individually classed, I think. Yes, got it. Yeah, because everyone got their Connect to play darts. I mean, totally. Mm-hmm. Sir Polygon is in the top ten of the Georgia T leaderboard for snowboarding. And I guess it was very specific that he's in position 11 in Georgia TA leaderboard for skiing games. And in brag camp, I apparently have been very mean and forgot all of Ahizo's brags. And he let me know that he was very sad. So sorry, Ahizo. Uh, he did tag me um, that he completed uh, Gems of War recently on its 502nd update. And... <laughs> Uh, Destiny 2. And Eternal nice. Card Game was the second person to finish that one. So congrats on nice. that. Um, Vulgar Latin tagged me and said he um, has a 10-day streak in Bing. No, oh, wait, it can't be that. Must be more than that. <laughs> one, two, three, four. Maybe. Uh, anyway, uh, Uncle Beast, here's a real brag. Uh, real life brag time. I'm expecting my first child. Aww. Aww. Congrats, Uncle Beast. Congrats. Good job. I mean, normally <laughs> I would say that's all we need is one more Floridian, but. Oh, wait, I said it. Damn. Um, congrats, dude. You're a good guy. I'm sure you'll be a great daddy. Congrats, everybody. All right. Well, I guess that will do it for us for level 250. Thank you all for listening and keeping this going for this long. 
kind of wild if we've been at it for this long. Um, as always, you can find us in all the different places and our socials. It's all in the show notes. Um, we have a nice little doc with all the links, so it's nice and easy to get to them all. Like I mentioned before, if you got any fav- any of your favorite quotes or you just want to chat about the the show in general, or if you're a patron and you want to recommend a topic for us or a question of the week, be sure to do, show, do so in the patron VIP channel. Greatly appreciate all of our patrons. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. But with that, uh, class is dismissed. See you all next week. Praise the sun. Bye. <laughs> Get that you cheese wheel. We'll talk about it next week. <laughs>
It's not Lego Bionicle Heroes. It's not Lego Bionicle Heroes, but Bionicle is a Lego franchise. Anyone with young kids will inevitably have heard of it. Now, uh, hmm, that's interesting. Does it predate Ninjago? Because uh, Ninjago is like the big Lego franchise that I'm aware of. That, that isn't obviously a tie-in. That is an excellent question. I've never looked it up. I know Ninjago's bigger now. Oh yeah, my kids love Ninjago. Uh, Ninjago <laughs> started 2011 as a TV show. So yeah, mm. Bionicle Heroes predates it. It's like the original attempt at doing their own thing, Yes, I guess. Yeah, sort of robotic Lego stuff. It's not mech. It's just Lego. It is a Traveller's Tales game, which all the other Lego games are as well. Yes. But it's not a tie-in game, and it predates all of those tie-in games. Uh, yes. And I'm assuming it's a completely different kind of game, or is it the same? Uh, it's a very, very different style of game. So unlike your, mm. you know, I guess a platformers, action-adventure style, uh, Bionicle Heroes is actually a third-person shooter. Wow. And not a very good one. <laughs> Does it lean into the Lego element of it, or could it be just a generic third-person shooter? Is there blocks that fall to pieces, and do you build stuff? Um, yeah, it's got your standard, you know, you can shoot stuff, it blows up, you get you get studs. Um, you can use, like from the Star Wars things, it'd be, you know, using the Force to build objects. They don't, you know, go in and use the manual hands to build mm. up. They'll use, basically, the Force to build stuff up. But that's not really a thing for most of the game most of it is just go into an area shoot loads of stuff go through a couple of corridors shoot more stuff and that's a level now this game released in 2006 so it was very much in the early days of the it released on my birthday 24th of november wow did you get it for your birthday absolutely not (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you started it in june 2007 so not that far off release about seven six seven months later yeah what what made you decide you wanted to pick up bionicle heroes um it was just one that came because at the time i think um do you remember love film you know sort of the Mm, yes the game fly of the time i used to i used to love film films but i never loved film games yeah so i would have got it through that i believe it was just what Mm. came and that was it Okay, and then you actually put a decent amount of time into the game. Looks like you did about half the achievements in about a few weeks period, June, July 2007. Yeah. You rattled through. I don't know how far into the story that took you, but Um, it's about 50% of the completion. Yeah, it's about half of the story. Okay, so you got about halfway, and then you put it down. Yep. You came back in January 2009 and got two more achievements. Can't explain that. No idea why I went back to it, but it was, it's the thing that happened. And then you said, no, I'm out of this game for the next 14 years. <laughs> when uh, I came along and said, hey, this game you started a long, long time ago. Just finish it off. <laughs> and you did just that. Alrighty then. Yes, sir, Mr. Chewy. 24th of Feb, you finished the story. And then, because you were enjoying it so, so much, uh, you wrapped it up and got that completion on the 27th as well. Yes. So, what happened between 2007 and this year that made you put it down after halfway getting through it? Um, I don't 
think I could accurately describe just how bad the game is. You know, when it came out, there wasn't as much as we have, you know, now. So it was a lot easier to stick with it then compared to now. But it was just so unfathomably awful that it's like, I've got this on rental. I don't need it. In the post box, it goes off back to Love Film. See you somewhere down the road. You noped out on it, basically. Absolutely noped out. (laughs) And I'm guessing, were you, were you much of a completionist or an achievement hunter in those days, early on? Um, yeah, early on, when, it, when you know, the 360 was very early in its days, you know, I would get uh, your Fight Nights, your Kung Fu Panda, I would get those style of games, and yeah, I'd run through them hmm. and send them back, because, you know, you're only paying, what was it, seven, eight pounds a month, and you could get through five or six games at the time, and yeah, back then I was fully into easy games easy games get them done but i think this was possibly the start of the end for that i haven't accurately gone through my collection and seen what else i played around that day but i can probably say this was bordering on the maybe i don't want to play all of Mm -hmm. the easy games yeah i'm not actually enjoying this anymore yeah fair enough well and i can see that's translated because uh you have uh rated the game Tying into my Master Rater segment, yep. uh, shameless plug for that, uh, you gave the game uh, a glowing 1.5 stars. Yes, I did. <laughs> so I, I'm assuming that basically says this is not a good game. And actually, it does tie up to the kind of general consensus of the game, it looks like. Uh, TA, the community on TA, gives it a 2.31. That's being incredibly generous of the TA community. I'll be honest, one star of that rating is for probably 75 to 80% of the achievement list. Again, I can't stress, this is a bad game. The achievement list is actually remarkably decent. Mm. You know, tying into the, you know, one list, two list, bad list, good list. You know, it's got an achievement for every level, which is good Mm -hmm. because it's constant progress. Achievements for defeating certain types of enemies and killing enemies with with certain characters. And that'll you know, take you through your entire first playthrough. Wait, first playthrough? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, standard Lego game. You can't do everything on the first playthrough. Mm. If, you know, you've got to complete the final boss before you go back and do every single level all over again. Ah. Yeah, there are 24 levels. Oof. So replaying them all. Actually, there's 25 levels, but you don't have to replay the last one because that's just a boss fight. There's 24 levels. You have to do all of them twice. Wow. Is that is that because you have to collect something or get a specific rating or is it a difficulty thing or is it literally just do it again? Um, it's, it's standard Lego collectibles. You go through it once mm. with your story characters and then you go through it again. But this time you have access to the final sort of unlockable character um, and you can unlock extra stuff in each level, extra areas and what have you to get the last of the collectibles. Uh, it's not mini kits in this, it's just um, gold and silver canisters and there's five silver, four gold in every level. But by the time you've done it twice, you know, you'll get, I guess, the harder achievement, which is getting five million Lego pieces. That's sort of the grindy one, but you're playing through the game twice, so you're going to get it from that anyway. 
Uh, yeah. Okay. So I was about to ask about that because it has the standard, you know, collect a load of a Lego bits achievement, yeah. but you don't have to do much extra grinding. No. To get that, because because fi- five million is not a small number. <laughs> it's not, but with every level, you can probably get anywhere between eighty to one hundred twenty thousand. And because of the way mm. the game works, you know, you have to effectively farm up studs in the level anyway. Sounds like maybe not fun, but. Are you at least glad that it's done with now? Are you I am. satisfied with your completion? I am so glad that it's done. Would you have come back to it, though, if, if, if it hadn't been for, for this? Um, think? I think I would have done eventually. I have a spreadsheet of all my um, game collections split up into Xbox One games and Xbox 360 games. And so every month I'll run a random function from each of them saying, pick a game from the Xbox One, pick a game from the Xbox 360. Oh, okay, interesting. So like a pick for me randomizer thing. And it just so happens that uh, February brought up Bionicle Heroes. It still took me till the 23rd to get round of it because of how much I was dreading it. Did you have to uh, purchase the disc? Because if if you'd love filmed it, I'm assuming you didn't have a copy of it available to you. Did you have to go and seek it out? Uh, yeah, I did have to go and... I actually bought it five or six years ago. Oh, okay. Because you knew it was in the collection, it was it was unfinished, and you eventually would need to go back to yeah, it. Yeah, at some point I knew I was going to go back to it. I'd normally ask about the story as well. So we're talking about, uh, obviously, Lego. Most of their games are movie tie-in games, so obviously you know there's going to be a, a strong connection to a film or a franchise. Yeah. I'm not familiar with bionicle heroes is there a kind of a a strong narrative a strong story throughout this or is it mostly just an excuse to smash bricks it's really hard to say because like you i don't have the connection to bionicle either but there's a cut scene before every level which explains you know what's going on but unfortunately that usually involves character walking on screen picking up a tail end of a fish out of the ground sticking it in another bionicle's mouth and that's your boss for the level and that's as much expose as they give for that level. And okay. I, and again, it's that. I Because I started it so long ago, I don't remember mm-hmm. the intro cutscene. I'm sure there is one, but because it's your standard 2006 Lego affair, there's no voicing or what have you, which works fine for any of the movie tie-ins because if you've seen the movie, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, but with this, no. The the voice, the, I like the voice acting ones, but I actually quite like the early ones because they were a little bit more slapstick style. Yeah, and it was mostly kind of like jokes and riffs and like parodies of the of the classic scenes in the movies, uh, which I thought were quite fun. But I guess if you have no connection to the franchise, uh, and the franchise itself isn't particularly known for its strong narrative then that's just kind of redundant, isn't it? It's, it's not really going to give you much. Yeah, I have absolutely zero idea what's happening in the game. I just, yeah, go here, shoot them. Okay, and I'll go here, shoot them. That's that's my knowledge of the game. Brilliant. Well, it's done. You, you don't even have to think about it anymore. You never even have to think about Bionicles, <laughs> Bionicle Heroes, whatever they are. Uh, bionic, Bionic Bionicles. Thank God for that. <laughs> it's a bad game if you don't have the connection to Bionicle and what have you just un- unless you're really dedicated to you know achievement hunting I'm looking at, at it here Big L is on I think he's missing one achievement in it which is honestly not surprising actually no it's not is it yeah he's missing the 100% completion achievement so presumably he's missing some of those 
kits or whatever, those collectibles that you need to go and get. But he's got the five million, so he's grinded out the studs. Yeah, he's got enough money to afford everything from the shop. He's got he's got everything. He's even got probably what I'd say is actually one of the harder achievements because it's for defeating five hundred of a rare spawning, tough to beat enemy. But for some reason, he just hasn't gone through and done that last little bit. Yeah, and it's not marked as uh, buggy or anything. So I'm just scanning through the solutions for the achievement to see if there's a comment by Big Al to say it didn't work for me, <laughs> just in case. Uh, yeah, I mean, call it, we're no. calling him out here, but you know, I haven't checked. Yeah. Is it buggy? Has he complained about it? But no, it's just no. I can't say anything. Well, we'll find out. You buy everything from the shop. You you know, get all the collectibles and all the levels. That's it. Yeah, Al, finish the game already. Go. <laughs> it's hasn't it sounded so fun already? Yeah, I'm. I'm sure I'm selling it to everyone that's listening. <laughs> Cool. Okay, uh, so you've got nine other games on your list. You haven't asked me to skip any, I don't think, unless I've forgotten to do that. Um, Not as of yet. No, and it's quite a, it's quite a varied list. Yours, yours is quite a varied list um, compared to some other people's. Is there anything on there that you're thinking you would prioritise and say, you know what, I, I think I would go back to that? Um, see, I was looking earlier. There are three that I think, you know... If I went, yep, I'm going to do it. I could get certainly the story of it done this year without question, probably in the next couple of months. Um, so that would be Far Cry Instinct's Predator. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one would be Sonic the Hedgehog 2 because, mm-hmm. yes, there's like speedrun achievements in it, but because you can save and reload. I did the first one last year and it, you know, it was very, very painless. So doing the second one should be no hassle whatsoever so i have all of those sonics one to three and sonic and knuckles and they're just constantly on that oh i I should probably do that and i know i can save scum it and even just completing the story shouldn't be that hard and i just always like i think i've replayed at least two of them like the first few levels at least 10 times (laughs) and then just not gone any further with it i don't know what's stopping me on that because they're not long they're not super hard no uh, and you can and you can save scum them so i don't know if you do it i'll do it <laughs> okay we'll make that bet and the third one is probably going to be my downfall again you know and you'd probably get me on here to talk about yet another completely terrible game would be bullet witch bullet witch i'm um, not familiar with bullet witch i don't think it's it's another one where mm. you know it's got an achievement for completing all stages and completing each difficulty again they don't stack so i think Mm. granted all stages clear is all you're looking for for this which is finish every stage on easy i guess uh but yeah you have to do everything on all difficulties so that'd be the bit i don't look forward to certainly now that i'm more of a completionist yeah but you know if you weren't going to do it anyway you'll at least get a lot closer to the completion than you were before if you just do the story and it sounds like it'll be worth it for this 2.65 rated game, Bullet Witch. <laughs> well, a Ruterk. That's what we'll go with for now. It was a pleasure having you on. It was great to hear about your not-so-great experience playing playing Bionicle Heroes. Uh, yeah, thank, thank you very for, much for having me on. Uh, taking me up on the offer to finish the story. And I look forward to hearing more about any of your other never-ending stories. Thank you very much. See you next time.
Well, welcome everyone to Chivo Side Chats, where some gaming buddies get together, catch up, and talk about a few Chivos. Today, two AH101 founders who once shared nachos together in the nation's capital reflect on episode 250 of the podcast by each bringing not one, but two 50-point Chivos to talk about. Thus, two 50s. See what we did there? Yeah. So hopefully the rest of our visit will be as clever. I'm joined today by Foof. What's up, man? What's up, buddy? Yeah. Oh, I'm Elroy, by the way. I forgot. I think I forgot to say that, but uh, uh, there you yeah. go. <laughs> I, think you, I think you did forget that, but I'm sure everyone knows at this point. Oh, yeah. yeah the, the accent might have thrown them in that direction. So, <laughs> man, I, so we were just catching up earlier and talking about that uh, wonderful Godforsaken contest and uh, <laughs> and uh, got it's, that out um, of the way, so no one has to hear that. Oh. Uh. <laughs> You and all of your G-Task people are insane. I say it yeah. all the time, and I know people hear me say it all the time. But every you're time not, you guys uh, talk about like what you're doing in that and how much you're scoring, it just I'm just blown away. Yeah, well, good on all you. I ain't got that kind of dedication. <laughs> you don't even have the dedication to follow it. No, much less participate. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I always forget I where to find it on TA. I always got to search. <laughs> uh, shoot. Yeah. So, uh, hey, so what What are you working on instead of uh, doing uh, the that stupid contest that we all do for some reason? Well, as, of, re- as of recently, it's uh, been cleaning up Halo Infinite, at least the co-op oh, yeah? stuff. Okay. And then playing some Vampire Survivors, got that cleaned up. And then... Kind of just, cleaned up, you mean like uh, getting the completion there? Oh yeah, yeah. I got the yeah. I got the completion of Vampire Survivors. Amazing game. Okay, I've I really don't even know what that is. It's oh uh, man. <laughs> it's, see, we're speaking two different languages. See, I you, you play all these real <laughs> games, and then I'm playing all these little crap games. See? This is also <laughs> why I love recording with you. <laughs> I mean, it's like. A, I love you. You're my boy. But man, when oh, it comes man. to achievements, and <laughs> actually, hold up. When it comes to gaming, you and I are on just the complete opposite ends of the set of the spectrum, and it's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Vampire we Survivors has been like some one of the biggest games here recently. It's on Game Pass. Everyone's been playing it, <laughs> and you don't even know apparently. what it is. <laughs> no, I've never even heard of it. That's crazy. All right. <laughs> Well, so I guess I'll look. That's my homework assignment for today: is look up what is this uh, vampire uh, tomfoolery that everyone's apparently playing that I'm not. Well, I guess if it helps, oh, that's got a way lower TAD than I thought it would be. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why it's not on my radar. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, oh, I had that being on Game Pass. <laughs> I assumed it was going to have a higher TAD, but nope. No, but it has 184 achievements, so they're all oh. kind of like. Low values. Yeah. That's probably why it's not a whole lot of TA. D. I mean, you could you could play nineteen baby games and get one hundred ninety achievements. See, and uh, there you go. <laughs> Gonna play the baby games. Drop and... drop, tw- drop twenty bucks and get you know you know nineteen little one dollar games and be done with it. So that's anyway. awful. <laughs> so. Well, anyway, so uh, yeah, the the podcast is up to uh, 250 episodes now. That's that seems like that escalated quickly. That's um, wild. That's been 
almost five years. Five years yeah. in a few months. That's true. I'm sure we'll do a nice little five year or something, something. Um, so we're just kind of cheating here and uh, doing a little something on the front end. Uh, you yeah. know, so this was your milestone. idea. Yeah, this was your idea. You said, hey, does anybody want to do anything for 250? And then uh, the sound of crickets was uh, palpable. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd hit you up and say, oh, well, hey, you know me, I'm, I'm always up for something. Let's do something. So. So here you go. This is the best we came up with. Uh, I, I think that's pretty good, though. Hey, this was your brainchild. And I, when you told yeah. me to get 250-point achievements, I'm like, I like it. Let's do it. I, you can do that. that very loose format. Uh, we we hadn't even started yet. So, I <laughs> right. mean, I think it's going really well so far. <laughs> this is what so happens would, when you put a microphone in front of friends. They're just going to ramble. True. It's true. Oh, you know, and speaking of which, uh, I think you're alluding to this. And if you're saying what I think you're saying, I'm very excited here. Does this mean you're coming to Achievement Fest? Uh, I'm not I mean, for sure I mean, yet. I, I mean, you said I last year. I really want to. I'm tr- I am trying to. I, pro- I really, really want to come to Achievement Fest. What, what do we got to do to make this happen? It's more of just schedule. Make sure I have um, a sitter for Oliver. Mm-hmm. I need to make sure that Brooke, because um, if I come, Brooke's also going to want to come. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously. So I got to make sure that I have time off. She has time off and whatnot, because there's other things I have that unfortunately have to take uh, priority over Achievement Fest that I need to uh-huh. have, make sure I have time for. So, But I yeah. do really want to come. Man. Well, I must say that... Uh, Triple Triads has talked me into it, and uh, and so I've already signed up for myself. So uh, I'll be there, and uh, I was kind of hoping. Year, right? Yeah, I did. Last year was my first year. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Brer Rocker was there. We uh, we shared a room, and uh, uh, pretty much uh, we sat next to each other the entire time working on the foreign console. I forget. It was uh, I think it was a European 360. And uh, I didn't have one of those. I have a Japanese one. Uh, I think Burry Rocker was working on the, the Japanese one, and I was working on the European one. So, yeah, hmm. it's a good chance to play a lot of stuff you wouldn't, you, you don't have access to, you know. So, so oh, yeah. it's a good time. Yeah, it's a good time. And you get to see everybody that you talk to uh, over the old microphone. And, uh, you see, know. That's funny because, like, if I were to go, I feel like I would just spend most of my time just – hanging out with all my internet friends that i never get to see yeah some people do that a lot of people do do that people just float around like hey what are you doing no last year was kind of weird because last year you you would have thought that there was uh we were in it was a den of vipers because uh like uh anytime you walk through there all you hear was like is like everywhere you went and you're like what the hell and, and that was it was during the uh power wash uh, revolution and uh I still don't get oh, that oh my game. god Everybody went to Achievement Fest to play stupid Power Wash. Uh, it, it was it was a thing. It was you don't the game. Like it? Of, I mean, it was all right. I mean, I I mean that's not why I would go to Achievement Fest to play that. But uh, you know, I'm there to kind of play stuff that I can't play anywhere else. But uh, others just sit next to others and wash things. So <laughs> I don't get the own. love for that game. I, I <laughs> have already said on the podcast I don't like that game. I find it wildly tedious. I. Yeah, there's some DLC, uh, though, If right? I got to travel all the way to Indiana, mm-hmm. 
I am not power- playing Power Wash them. <laughs> well, maybe maybe we can make a maybe we can just do lawn mowing sim and um, see if that catches on. You know, I guess it's not new though. So, or maybe there'll be something else like car wash sim or something. Who knows? That's uh, <laughs> I mean, Dude, this is right down your alley. For everything. I know, and and you're it a sim ridiculous. guy. Ridiculous. I I love sim games, and <laughs> Power Wash didn't do it for me. But there is yeah. a simulator game for everything nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever drive the bus one? And when there a bus one? I did. Okay. I th- That's think good. I reviewed that a while ago because I'm pretty sure we got a code for it. I'm pretty sure oh, I did nice. a review for that. Fantastic. Oh, that's been so yeah. long ago. I can't remember now. <laughs> bus simulator yeah. wasn't bad. Okay. Well, well, you know, we could do a uh, a podcast segment simulator and and talk about two uh, fifty point achievements here. That sounds great. <laughs> All right, we've been, we've been rambling for a bit now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's, let's jump right into it, dear. Would you like to go first, or shall I? Um, this is your baby. Why don't you go first? All right, I like it. I like it. All right, my first uh, fifty point achievement that I brought to the two fifty to fifty point achievement segment thing is <clears throat> so yeah now disclaimer i kind of went with some nostalgia i went with some life nostalgia and then i went with some podcast nostalgia so i went Ooh. with nostalgia because that's kind of the theme here you know right so my first one is are you smarter than a bartender question mark and you get that for winning a round of video game trivia and it's, of course, 50 Gamer Score. And it comes to us from a game that I recently fell in love with, which is called King of the Arcade. Huh. All right. Have you even heard of this game? I have not. Okay. I, I'm not surprised because it's, you know. Oh, this is like well, new, new. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what should I say? Should I say, oh, yeah, everyone's playing it. Uh, it's on a uh, game. Pa- no, it's not a game pass, but, you know, it's, I don't <laughs> know what some vampire. What, it doesn't have vampires in it or whatever that one was about uh, but uh yes it is um i'm ty- typing in how new is it i don't even know how new this game is i forgot um, to look that uh, i just had it what was it oh april, april 12th, 12th. Uh, yeah that's pretty newish so anyhow this game um has you know it's still relatively new and it's uh it's amazing. I, I gave it five stars. I don't just hand out those five stars. It has to touch me, you know, like uh, in, in a special way. And uh, so this is that type of game. And so here's the premise. All right. So mm-hmm. you have this guy who was an amazing video game player back in his day. And it starts off. And he's like, my life, it peaked at 12 years old. <laughs> it's kind of like, That's you know, bad. Yeah, his life peaked at 12 years old, and he's like, shows him like winning some gaming contest, and then it fades out, and then it's like 28 years later. So now he's like 40 years old. And so it's like this deadbeat That's gaming so dude. Yeah, it's like kind of sad, you know, where, where like he, I guess he has no other skills or something. So he wants to work in an arcade. And so he gets a job at the arcade and then it comes out who he is. And then they, he has to like prove himself. And he's like, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm not about that life anymore. And, and he's just like, keeps <laughs> trying to get away from it. And then, uh, so he proves himself and then, uh, he does such a good job that, uh, the evil, uh, overlords that are taking over all the arcades, like send their goon squad out to the arcade. And the goon squad is 
consists of like somebody that is a master in each genre. So, for example, there's a racing champion, a third person champion, a beat 'em up champion, a first person shooter champion, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And there's like seven or eight of them. It kind of it's kind of like the you know the Scott Pilgrim defeat the X's type thing, mm. right? You know, right. so it's kind of yeah, same kind of thing going on here. So. Each one of those individuals like uh, post up at at like the machine that reflects that type of game. Okay, so you have to go and defeat each one in each one of the games, and they're all just retro as hell. Like the whole the whole thing's retro, and so. I just want to throw some advice to the dude. You know, if he didn't want to get dragged back in the end of that life, maybe don't go work at an arcade. I'm just saying, you know, like, you know, if you're trying to be sober, don't go work at a bar, you know, or something like that. <laughs> but right. yeah, but anyway, that, that it does help the storyline. But but anyway, in the appearance of the of the game, it's like um, to me, it's it kind of reminded me of a video kid, I guess. You know, that kind of blocking animation. And then also it reminded mm-hmm. me of, uh, have you ever seen the video for Money for Nothing? Uh, it's an old Dire Straits song that came out nah. when you didn't exist and I was young. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> anyway, it was like in the early days of computer animation. It's real blocky. Well, that's what it kind of looks like. Maybe Video Kids is the better reference point for you. But uh, that's, your, that's your homework is to go look up that video and you can see what the 80s were all about. But uh, yeah, that uh, money for nothing. Dire Straits. And then uh, get the unedited version. And... Uh, they, uh, but anyway, and then also there was some old school arcade vibes, major old school arcade vibes. And I, I was going to ask you a couple questions. Like, do you, did you miss like the arcade days? Did that, was that pretty much done by the time that you were at the age of the target audience of an arcade? Yeah. Yes and no. So I've been to an arcade, but like, <laughs> oh, that's a start. Okay. But I, it's only been like once or twice, and really the closest things that I have to a memory of like an arcade arcade is more like a Chuck E. Cheese, not like no, that's not that's that was always a valid option, yeah. That's See, I, that's kind of like an arcade, but uh, yeah, they're more about like games for tickets, but not not like oh, right. I went to an arcade to play like Dragon's Lair or Pac Man. Or, oh or yeah, I remember. Oh yeah. Those were some was, good ones. It was always the kind of thing if, like, my dad's was like, well, why am I going to go to an arcade so you can spend money on these games when you have 100 at home? <laughs> right. Which, I well, mean, fair point. Uh, <laughs> well, and see, before, there was a time when the arcade had a lot more to offer than what sure. you could have at home. See, and that's that was back in when I was in the prime age and demographics of the arcade goer see so uh so do, do you ever hear her hear about like aladdin's castle does that ring a bell to I you i have or no anything? idea what that is okay aladdin's castle was a it was a chain of arcades it was in malls basically so any mall that was uh, you know worth going to would have an aladdin's castle in it and uh it was just full of games like uh you you know they had some ticket stuff in there too but you know it was kind of like a Chuck E. cheeses without the you know creepy animatronics and without <laughs> the you know, the crappy food you know it, it was like pure you know gaming kind of a thing and so right when 
my my fond experience, see, this is what you missed out on, was uh, like I would ride my bike after school. So I'd get home after school and I'd ride my bike up to the mall and just park my bike out there. And then I'd go inside Aladdin's castle. And the game of choice back then was no other than Street Fighter 2. See, this was a little later on. This was, you know, later days of arcades. And, you know, it, it pretty much started dissipating in the you know mid-90s, I would say. Yeah. That's when they started going away, when the, the gaming consoles were catching up to, to it, you know. And so uh, Street Fighter 2 was kind of my last hurrah when I was a teenager. And, and uh, yeah. And so, it, it, <laughs> see, you miss, like, all this, all the cool little nuances of the arcade. See, like, uh, if you are next up to play, let's say there's like six of you ready to play the same game. You're all, there's like a, a group of people that want to play the game, but there's also people watching. Do you know how to signify to the next person that it's your turn next? So you put your quarter ad- on the machine. There you go. Okay. I, there's hope for you. I do know you. that. I have never okay. done that personally, but I've okay. heard like, you I'm so or Nate excited or that you know or that. Like other podcasts or people from other podcasts that I listen to talk about yeah. that, where it'll be like a yeah. string of like 10 quarters up there. Yes. And everybody seemed to somehow know which quarter was theirs. I don't know. I always just, wondered that. I'm like, how do you guys yeah, tell this you apart? Just, <laughs> you just knew. I don't know. And so, you know, and, and man, it was so much fun. Like, I just go there and play for hours. And then I knew my parents were about to get home. So I'd just drive my bike home and. Nobody was worried about, you know, pedos or anything like that. And we just all had a great old time at the arcade. I mean, it was uh, it was craziness. So, yeah. Anyway, I and then my other question for you. See, we I, I just want to see your arcade knowledge. Have you have you ever played a tabletop cabinet? Uh, tabletop cabinet. Yep. What do you mean by that? So. You have these cabinets, like arcade cabinets, like the standing ones. Have you ever played the tabletop one where you sit at it and then the, your opponent sits across the table from you and you're looking down on the game? Oh, yeah, once or twice. I had... Um, I was just curious if you even know what those were. <laughs> yeah, I, I do know what, you mean, what you're talking about. I, there was one that was like a Mortal Kombat that I played. I think another one was like... Um, Mortal Kombat like that? That's crazy. I've never seen uh, that. I, there was another one. I forget what it was. Yeah, not, okay. I haven't seen many. Yeah, like uh, back in the day, we I used to go eat at a, uh, I don't know, some Mexican food place. Uh, and they had Crystal Castles, which is an old 80s arcade Never game. Never heard of it. Yeah, and uh, they it was a cabinet like that. And so, my you know, my brother, he would sit across or vice versa, whoever was playing it, and you'd have to watch it upside down because you know it, it was weird to sit on the same side as the person playing it so you would sit across and then you just watch it upside down that's just the way you were and then it was like a two-player game like uh usually it would be top down like there was a real cool demolition demolition derby type game where you like Ooh. wreck each other's cars and but it was like top down view but that one had multiple stations on it and i think that one had like f- at least four stations on it but anyway i just wanted to see if you knew what anything about tabletop game but they're in this game uh king of the arcade there's they depict one of those in there it's called goal and uh much like all the the games that they depict in this they they all have like a modern day version of it. So for example, goal is basically pong. 
So, mm. uh, and then and then they have one called Chatterman, which is basically a Pac-Man clone. And then they have one called High Speed Race, which is Daytona. Yeah, it's that one. <laughs> and and they have a uh, Tire King. That's Donkey Kong. You have to play that one. That's like the main stage. And uh, they have, but basically this game in, in itself, not only is it amazing, but if you just want to have like a collection of cool retro ripoff games. This this game actually has about forty games in it that you can play that are very similar to other yeah. games. So right, and so like there's a game like Frogger. There's a game like Street Fighter. Oh, I love the Street Fighter emulator one. And so instead of Street Fighter, you got guess what it's called? It's it's, it's good. It's good. Come on, come Road on. Fighter. Come on. Oh, you're close. It was it's called Sidewalk Fall Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's good. It's, yeah, the fight takes place on a sidewalk. So, you know, I mean, it's it's accurate. And then they got like a Centipede clone, an Asteroids clone, Mario Brothers. Like the original Mario Brothers. Not like none of the super crap. Like the original <laughs> Mario Brothers, which which is like a really awesome co-op game, actually. It holds up I know well. that. I know that. Yeah. You know I, that one? <laughs> that's one of the few NES games I've played. <laughs> okay, there you go. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, I was watching uh, some of the clips and reading the achievements for this. This actually looks pretty, like a like pretty cool game, yeah, it was a it was like one of the best co op games that held up for several years. Like uh, trying to think of another one, I guess oh, I probably the only of the arcade. Oh no, okay, I thought you meant uh, Mario Brothers. Yeah, I was I was gonna say if you, if you like Mario Brothers and you have like a NES emulator, uh, another one you should try is uh, uh, Ice Climbers. That's a really good one too. Um, that was probably my favorite co op uh, NES game back in the day. But um, <laughs> do you do you know what Space Harrier is? I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. Okay, they got a really cool version of that. It's called Space Ravager, but uh, I don't think. See, I I didn't think Space Harrier was mainstream enough for people to really know it. It's kind of like you're flying around. It's it's kind of a unique game. It's kind of like a I don't know third I saw, person. I saw a clip type. of Space Ravager. Okay, where you're all like on a hoverboard shooting yep, yep, trees. Yep. Yeah, that's kind of what Space Harrier is like. But, uh, yeah, that's a tough game, though. And then they had a clone of Burger Time, uh, you know, where you, like, have to make burgers and stuff. And uh, there's a Time Crisis type. Oh, uh, I love Time Crisis. Oh, God. We, man, if you like that game, oh, that's, that's the hardest challenge in this game is, is beating the score that you have to beat on that one. Oh, yeah. I, I just, I see I, the I clip just of kept, it now. Yeah, I had to. I kept shooting people, or I, I don't know exactly what I was doing wrong, but um, yeah, I had the most of the the challenges. They're not really that challenging. I mean, it'll make you feel like you're doing you're really good at video games uh, by playing this, and because <laughs> the challenges are so easy. But that was the only one that I actually got. I had to do like I think I played it like four times or fifth, maybe five times. I don't know, which is you know not much, but you know it took me several tries to get the score I need on that. All the other ones I got first try. I was going to be really insulted if I didn't get uh, the beat 'em up on the first try. So uh, <laughs> I did get that one. Uh, after so you, school you down. of all people need to be able to get that first try. Yeah, I, I was going. If I didn't, I wouldn't have told a soul. See, and, <laughs> but but yeah, that one was pretty easy. It was just a bunch of Willie Nelson clones. Like I, I don't know if they were meant for the 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 character that you were beating up constantly to be Willie Nelson or not. But that's what that's the vibes I got from it. But yeah, but uh, and then the other best part about this game is like after you defeat each one of these champions, is you chastise them, and so. Uh, <laughs> 
the two I remember the most are you chastised uh, some dog who plays, you know, like the little basketball game that's at every, you know, arcade or Chuck E. Cheese or anything mm-hmm. like that, you know, where you're shooting the ball over and over. Uh, there's a dog that, that you have to compete against in that. And so when you beat the dog, you like shame the dog for losing to you. And then, and then uh, there's, and then the other one, of course, is a, a millennial. And so you, I forget exactly what he said. Something like "Be gone, you millennial!" And and like it's a real dramatic end scene. It's it's my favorite part of it. Is like is uh, when you send them away. I guess is the best way to put it. But uh, nice. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and, I don't know. This game just has a lot in it, and. Uh, just all kinds of crazy craziness i mean i could talk about this game for a long time but it's got even some more modern stuff like flappy bird it's got an emulator of that in there it's got um and then his cell phone has that and it also has like old school i don't know you probably never experienced this but back in the day we used to have these razor phones or even before that uh, oh i know about that nokia nokia phones and and you go to the game section and all you have is do you know what games you had? Snake. <laughs> yep, that's one of them. And the other one? I'll go on. Uh, Tetris. Uh, no, that's too fancy. I was going to uh, say, Snake's the only one I ever remember playing yeah, on my parents' cell phone. Yeah, every cell phone had Snake, and they had Brick Buster or Breakout oh, or yeah. some, yeah, yeah, so some version of that. So I do remember playing that now. Yeah, but those two are on his phone, so you have those as well. And then they have like you know the normal stuff like air hockey, whack a mole, basketball, punching bag machine, dance machine, stuff like that. So, and there's actually a uh, an Easter egg in the game uh, for uh, there's the guy that does um, like walkthroughs, Chivo guys, I think is it, where he's like, "What up, guys." This is Chivo Guides. I don't know if you've ever heard a walkthrough for that. No, no. I haven't. I'm, I'm sure I butchered it. But anyway, there's a there's a uh, a shout out to it. Like uh, there's like a magazine that has a cheat code in it, and when you look at it, it's like huh. it like it's like I, th- I think it says in the background like "What up, guys?" and then it's like Chivo Guides. I don't know. Anyway, it's a shout out to the dude. So props to him. He got That's a pretty cool. Yeah, you know, shout out there. So, but uh, as far as like uh, the actual achievement is concerned, you get it for uh, answering the bartender's questions. I think you have to answer four questions correctly, and then you uh, get the achievement, and then you dance with her, and there's a very warm embrace. That uh, makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside, <laughs> and then she gives you like a million of her crypto she's launching, and uh, you can use that however you want. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, there's a couple questions in there that I I only missed one question and I felt bad about it. So I have a list of some of the questions. I can see if you know some of these answers off the top of your head. Well, I wouldn't want to cheat, but I've actually already read that. I actually have oh! the list in front of me. Because when you talk oh, about man. that achievement, I'm like, oh, oh, let me pull it up. Yeah. How many of them did you know? Um, uh, I would have got the Tomb Raider one, the Doom one, yeah. uh, Pac-Man one, yeah. Nintendo, Xbox, Halo, and that's it. I wouldn't have known the Mega, the Mega Man one. Wouldn't have known Pac-Man. Yeah. The Pac-Man the, uh, 240 dots. Yeah. Like, we'll see on the on the screen you get like multiple choice. I, I got that one right, but I was not confident at all. I was like, well, they probably couldn't fit 
I forget. It's like 120, 240, 360 or something. I was like, well, they probably can't fit 360 dots on there. And 120 doesn't seem enough. So, yeah. That's probably, uh, so I, I would have thought the same thing. Yeah. So, I think I got that one by default. And and then the, the Nintendo playing cards, like, uh, I I remember that from back in the day. So, yeah, I remember I actually had that. no idea Street Fighter 2 came out in 1991. Oh, yeah. Like I said, the I early the 90s. I was born in. <laughs> yeah. And I was at a lens castle. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But anyway, that's right. It, uh, the game costs eight bucks. And uh, the developers are super villain games. And they need our support. Everyone needs to go <laughs> buy this game because their other game is amazing, too. I don't know if you've played the other one that they did. It's called Doug Hates His Job. Heard of it and I haven't and, played it. Oh, it's a, it's a classic as well. So basically, you know, kind of like office space, the game, you know, and uh, yeah, it's, it's a good one. So these guys are making good games. They're funny. They're enjoyable. And, you know, this one's retro as anything. So, yeah, y'all should uh, support old super villain. But, if nothing uh, else, maybe, it's a uh, zero to a half hour completion. <laughs> there's that too so very little time in uh investment now you can play it as much as you want but if you're just saying for achievements and yeah yeah it's uh, not gonna take too long so anyhow but uh there you go that's one of the 50 pointers i wanted to talk about all right well in that case i guess it's my turn <laughs> yeah man what you got <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny because you <laughs> we were te- we were texting and you sent the message to me and said that i'm sure that neither one of us are going to have uh, the same <laughs> achievement or even the same game. And yeah, from your first game, yeah, I haven't even heard of that, so yep, clearly I haven't got that. And I am sure we're about to go two for two here because I would be shocked if you have even played The Elder Scrolls for Oblivion. <laughs> yep, you're uh, I don't even know what that is, but I'm looking <laughs> it up. <laughs> so... It sounds like a big game. It is a, definitely a big game. It's a big RPG. Um, Which might one? Be God, my there's favorite. like a might be my like, favorite uh, RPG of all time. How? Which number is this? There's like a Four. ton of these things. Four. Okay. Four. Oblivion. So oh, okay, the particular yeah. achievement I want to point out is Listener right. Dark Brotherhood. Um, okay. Yeah, Oblivion's one of my favorite games. One of my all-time favorite games probably might be my favorite RPG of all time. I'm a huge fan of the Elder Scrolls series. These are all games that Elroy will never play because they take more than two hours to complete. Wait, wait. That may not be true. And it's, they're AAA. Uh, can you load them up in Windows and cheese the achievements? Uh, sort of, kind of, with the Skyrim PC version. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, that uh, There was a chance, see? Um yeah, see, the, the, these games yeah. I've actually played. I like <laughs> Elder Scrolls Three, hundreds of hours in. Elder Scrolls Four, hundreds of hours hours in. Skyrim, oh. I've completed it twice, and both of those, you know, I have like a hundred plus hours in. I love these games to death. And huh? <laughs> oh, I'm just, uh, I'm just, I just don't understand the. I actually heard of Skyrim. I think That's so. This the, was the game before Skyrim. And in oh, my okay. opinion, Oblivion is the best in the Elder Scrolls series. Is this uh, does this game explain the backstory of the guy that took the arrow to the knee? <laughs> no, no, it does not. And I'm actually surprised you know that. That's the only thing I know about Skyrim is there's some dude in there that took mm. an arrow to the knee. I don't an NPC of some sort, and he he tells you about it every time you walk by him. That's that's literally all I know about the game. 
One day you'll find an itch to play in a, a AAA game that's not <laughs> Assassin's Creed. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I I can't even play those anymore. I've been ruined, man. <laughs> I've I've started the last. I'm serious. The last uh, two or three Assassin's Creeds I hadn't even finished. I just I get to them and then I don't know. Maybe I feel like there should be a support group for us out there, like because I'm I'm playing it and I'm like I've They're been playing for like different third, now. Yeah, well, I play it and I'm playing it for like 30 minutes and nothing's popping. And I feel like there's this pressure, like this, like, you know, like something's got to happen here. Like, yeah, you know, I, I need a <laughs> pop or something. Like, I start getting the shakes or something, you know? And like, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, you know, you get like 45 get you minutes in it. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else experiences this, but <laughs> y'all I feel got like any more it's than just yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm like wasting my time or something, which uh, it's, you know, like, of course, all of it is, but, you know, it's just, I don't know, I, I, the last two, I, I haven't been able to go back and finish them because it just felt like everything was taking too long. I don't know. So, so I got a real problem. I've been ruined as a gamer. I've realized this, but uh, carry on. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're good. See, it's funny because, like, I enjoy stories. I enjoy the AAA games. I enjoy good games. And this in particular, this is an entire side quest line. Like you have the main quest, which can take you hours to complete. This one is just a side quest quest line that could take you hours to complete. Oh. Now, uh, I'll go into it a little bit. If, <laughs> this isn't no spoilers. And even if there was a spoiler in here, the game came out in, what was it, 2006, I think? Like, Oh, wow, yeah. It's, so it, it, like, it's an old game. Yeah, yeah, March twentieth, two thousand. Oh my god, that's seventeen years old. Holy <laughs> crap! I played that. <laughs> wow, time just hit me. Um, <laughs> Welcome but, to old age. <laughs> for reals, though. But <laughs> in the Elder Scrolls, you have the option to be able to do different uh, side quest lines. You can go into the Mages Guild. You can go into the Thieves Guild. The Dark and the Dark Brotherhood is basically the underground assassins group and i personally enjoy oblivion the most because in elder scrolls 3 morrowind it was like it kind of gave you complete and total freedom there was a lot of heavy rpg elements but the world was a little dull but that's also was on the og xbox then you have skyrim which is number five who has this unbelievable world but in my opinion, the quests really aren't super memorable. Well, Oblivion being number four smack dab in the middle, in my opinion, kind of merged at the bet, kind of merged at the most. And there's so many memorable moments from Oblivion for me. And the number one thing that sticks out in Oblivion for me is there is a particular Dark Brotherhood quest. Now, like I said, you are an assassin, and when you're going through all the different quests. Uh, it's always to go assassinate uh, a particular person. And there's this one quest where you have to uh, assassinate a group of people. Now, I'm sure you have probably been to or at least heard of like the murder mystery parties where like a group of friends get together and you play like real life clue, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are fun. I like those. So in this particular quest, you reenact that. However, everyone else there just thinks that this is a dinner party amongst rich elites and what or whatnot. It's just some party, whereas you have this secret task of murdering everybody. <laughs> and 
you walk into this into this house you have to have a special invitation that they get that they give you that they forge to uh to let you in when you get inside your um your brothers and the dark brotherhood they lock all the doors so no one can escape and this is where this quest kind of comes alive and it shows just the unbelievably great uh design that bethesda is able to do because while you're before you start murdering anyone like you see all the npcs like talking to each other and interacting just walking around the house and whatnot now keep in mind this is 2006 so it's (laughs) not like it's super in-depth compared to what we have today but back then it was great and you know you can just sit there and mingle you can talk as amongst the party guests and if you want you can just go guns blazing and just start hacking and shooting and killing everyone well not shooting shooting with crossbow i guess you can just you know open fire and just murder everyone Mm. or you can do like i did and try to take the stealthy approach and kind of sneakily go through and just take out people one by one and it was really interesting and fun because as you kill one person you know their bodies laying there on the ground and then someone might come up and see it and alert everyone. And depending Mm. upon who died or who found them, they all had different lines and they would react to, they would react to this, uh, in a different way up until, you know, you're now one, there's only one person left. And obviously that person knows that they didn't kill everyone. So it's like, all right, I'm the last one. So it's either put up or shut or, or die. So they try to attack you, but, being like a rich aristocrat that are of they're no match for you. And it's just <laughs> this that mission in particular stands out to my mind on one of my 360 somewhere. I know I have the save where I would just pre- periodically just go back and play the quest. Back mm-hmm. when, you know, wasn't really doing achievements or d- didn't have all the games that we did now and I was just playing mm-hmm. this game for fun. I would just be like, you know, I just want to play that Dark Brotherhood quest. And I would load that save up and go play it. Just because it was just that cool. That's uh, it. Okay, so I got several questions here. So <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> no, this actually uh, reminds me of of back when I was not a ruined gamer and I would play the Assassin's Creed games, and there was actually a quest similar to this where you had to uh, like you became one of the musicians and you went and you were you know, infiltrated the, the castles, the musicians kind of a thing. But uh, I don't I think you were allowed to. That. Yeah, I don't think you were allowed to play the way that you're supposed to play Assassin's Creed. So, but my question, yeah. my my real question for you is, uh, you've played the Assassin's Creed games? Uh, yes, all the way up to, I stopped at Unity. Because okay. it was just a buggy mess and it put me off of the entire uh, series. So, when you play them, do you play them the same way where you stealthily wander around or do you play like everyone else and you're just, where it's a hack and slash, not a stealth game? It is a stealth game first. It is not a hack and slash, <laughs> it sir. Is, it is a hack and it slash. It is not a hack and slash. <laughs> I know that's so, how you play that. It's not how it's it really is. It is how you do it. No, so, I go, uh, I try to be as stealthy as in any game. I, thought I that's always try to be as stealthy as, as possible. Uh, I like stealth. But once I get caught, it's just like, all right, well. It's your yeah. funeral, and then I go, and then I just go guns blazing. <laughs> well, so did you make it? I can't remember if, if Unity was. I think that might be the one. Was that the one where they introduced multiplayer? 
Uh, and we're, I think that was Brotherhood. No, 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 no. The where where you went on the actual not some weird, stupid little side game that had nothing to do with the game, like where the little cat and mouse thing. I never liked that. But anyway, they uh, where you actually did the missions in the main game together. Oh, uh, that I, might I think it was the French Unity. one. Yeah, yeah, it was, was the French Revolution. I did not play co-op in that. It. <laughs> yeah, I just I just picture in like you and I teaming up. Oh God! <laughs> You're, like hiding in the bushes on my next to you, and I go all <laughs> Leroy Jenkins on you, you know, and I just no. <laughs> jump on in. <laughs> I think that was what made a, a lot of people upset with that one was that it was hard to find anybody that played your style. You know, like yeah, yeah. Anyway. I, I want to be as stealthy as possible. I don't want to just yeah. turn into a hack and slash. There's other games that are hack and slash. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like six other Assassin's Creed games, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, no, that that it sounds like a really cool achievement. Um, I I, I like the sounds of it. That's uh, that's neat. It reminds me of this other game, and pff, I wish there's so many games these days. I can't even remember the name of it, but uh, it was yeah. the one that it was the one where there's a it was centered around clocks and then time, and it was like a. Oh gosh, I can't even think of the name of it. It's it's terrible, but like it's a murder mystery, and you got to go around and figure out, like kill everyone or something. Or, I I'm doing I a really terrible no job. No idea what you're talking about. Uh, but it's, sounds, it's, it's I like, like murder mystery. That sounds. I'm gonna find that someone out there probably knows what I'm talking about. Um, I'm gonna find it before we're done talking. So you you just talk some more, and I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else I can say about. It. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's a really cool achievement, and like I said, it's one of my favorite games. Um, well, I guess I can point out throughout this random uh, sure. thought that I had while you're looking for that. So when I was going through and looking for all my different different achievements, or you know, fifty pointers, obviously I went through right. and filtered them out. I kind of noticed that a lot of the older games, like um, Oblivion, for instance, they have they tend to have a lot of fifty point achievements. Like, um, shout out Mercenaries 2, an amazing old older game, had, had a bunch mm-hmm. of 50-point achievements. Oblivion had a bunch of 50-point achievements. Um, oh, I should have wrote these games down. There was a couple of others that when I was looking at it, it's just like, I guess when the achievement system was new and there was just there was no real rules, people didn't really know what these things were. They're like, eh, just put, make, make, 50 achieve making 50 gamer score good enough let's go mm-hmm. there's also like the kind of time when something simple they're like here's this will be five gamer score and something actually difficult and might be like 50 or 20 gamer score mm. well nowadays it's just 80s and 100s like yeah and two and 200s i mean it's just it's just completely changed you know. oh yeah i mean it's just completely different now you know it's just it's amazing i how much it's changed even in the you know time I've been. I mean, I still consider myself somewhat a new gamer, you know, and in the Xbox world, but I mean it's so different now. And uh like have you even looked at like the leaderboard on gamer score these days? Like what like how much uh redemption's got and uh, a few and, weeks ago we actually did that. Um, oh really? we I, we did that on the show impromptu. I went through and like I don't remember the numbers exactly off the top of my head but yes. i saw like how many people have a million gamer score how many people have two million how many people have three? Oh yeah yeah i mean two millions 
kind of the new one million. And, oh, it for and, sure is. You know, it's just like there's a it's craziness. Like uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's just kind of different. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it's better or worse. I guess it's just different. You know, like it. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just it's just what you're trying to get out of it. You know, I mean, you're only competing against yourself kind of a thing you know it's not like it's really counts for anything <laughs> you know nah. it's just you know it's just for fun anyway right i mean it's just you know it doesn't mean anything any of it so i don't you, know you can't find that game can you <laughs> i can't <laughs> golly it's gonna bother me i'm gonna find it i'm gonna find it i don't know all right i'm, I'm i've been looking constantly okay well let me get in my second one here all right let's see what you got in, in, in uh okay so my second one, this game you do know. You've played this game. We've all played this game, or mm. you know, most of the older gamers have. And I wanted to go with something nostalgic of something that reminds me of the podcast. Kind Man, of I thing. hope this something. is one I'm thinking it is. Okay, so well, I don't know if it is not, but this one is a very sought after or was at one time a very sought after achievement, and then it not so much near the end. So it is no other than Pinnacle 4 for upgrading a pin to the max level and no other than Gears Pop. Oh. <sighs> yes. I so, did not think you would go that route. Good I know. Yeah, yeah. That one, I mean, I mean, I think back over the last five years of the podcast and probably the, the most enjoyable time I've had with the community has been with this stupid game in that <laughs> we all had it in common. It was like a common enemy. Like everybody knew that the mm-hmm. achievement list was ridiculous. Like, I mean, it was ridiculous. It was stupid. Oh, it, was awful. it was stupid. Ridic- yeah. And everybody knew it, but everyone was in it together. And so we always had a crew. Uh, forget how many you could have in your crew is like 50 people or something like that. Something and like so that. You- We'd have people drop off and other people get in. We had like a waiting list, and it seems like you know it, it was. It, Dude, it was the it, Discord. Oh, oh my it was god! Constantly the, the game, constantly. the Gears Pop, uh, uh, channel in in Discord, far <laughs> and away the most popular channel at, at that point. Had to be, had to be, yeah, hundred percent. Oh my god! You, so you could much. go at any any point in the day. You could walk in there and go horde. And then (laughs) you knew that somebody would be on the game and, you know, you had like 10 minutes to kill. You just go into Discord, horde, and somebody would arrive. And it was just... So good. I I miss Gears Pop so much. I do too. Like, I hated it when it was going on. And then... It was such a good game too. It was. And and I was just kind of looking at the numbers on this. I'm going to walk... Those of you that missed it, I'm going to walk you through kind of what you missed here. So it's been dead for two years now. So if you're a really new gamer... It's been two years? Yes, it's been dead two years. Oh my uh, God, April 21. Yeah, it went down. Where did that time go? I know, two years. And uh, yeah, and so this achievement that I'm talking about, this was one of the... I think there's about three unrealistic achievements in this game two three that were really beast and this one really was the epitome of it because uh i mean the seriously pop was yeah i mean that one of course but uh, you you kind of had to do this one to kind of get that one but this one was the first like really obnoxious one that you would probably try to conquer so yeah um 
this the game had a hundred thousand people play it over the course, and this one had twenty four hundred. Uh, actually, get it around twenty five hundred. But anyway, they but that's misleading because let's look at it when it first came out, and I lo- it's one of my favorite guides is this this guy that wrote this, and it's just really interesting to me. So he breaks down the math of it. So if you wanted to upgrade your pin. So the way this game worked is you got pins for winning matches and for opening chests and stuff like that. And so the pins would go towards characters. And so you'd have to have like a hundred, you know, grub pins to unlock the grub or whatever, you know. And so you get like 10 here, eight there, three there. You might get a big chest and get like 50 of them or something. And then that would get you up to the next level. And then the next level was, you know, it just exponentially got worse and worse and worse. Oh, yeah. So if you want to see what it would look like, just read the guide for this. And he breaks it down amazingly. He's like, okay, so for player two, for level two, you need 20 pins. For level three, you need 30. And then it goes up and it's like, you know, you get up to level. 14, that's when it seemed like it started getting silly. And then it was like 4,100, 6,400 pins, 10,000 pins, 16,000 pins, 25. And then the last one, level 20, you need 60,000 pins to get it fully upgraded. And then, uh, I mean, just crazy, crazy, crazy. And then he breaks it down by rare and by legendary. And and legendary, I think, were the way to go because there were so few of them and, and all this. But anyway, he does the math for you. And he's like, so basically, all you got to do this is a, this is your plan is play try to get fifteen win, wins a day, which <laughs> that's easier wins, said than done. Yeah, that that is like this will take you approximately two and a half hours, you know, two and a half hours a day, and then that'll get you about nine thousand coins and ninety rare pins. And then that'll get you the 150 daily reward coins and 300 from weekly crew b- bounties. And then you add in win streak chest and end of season. Remember the seasons and they'd mm-hmm. always in. You get the cool chest, you know, and then the end of season reward chest. So if you do that, if you are, you know, very dedicated and, and get your 15 wins a day and do all that, it would take approximately three years and 10 months to max one single pin out. <laughs> and it would take. Uh, 16 million coins, basically, depending on randomness. Maybe more, maybe a little less. And then and that's like option one. And then he goes, option two is you can actually buy your pins using real world money. And he's like, does the math on that? And that'll cost you a very paltry $3,500. So, <laughs> oh, does that all? Yeah, three thousand five hundred dollars to the you know to the wonderful developers uh, to buy the shortcut. So, what's interesting to me, however, is that the dude that wrote this guide. Did you see this guide? I'm looking at it now. Yes. Okay, you see the guy who wrote this, right? Yes. The the satanic blowfish. Yes. All right. So satanic blowfish. He, you would think that he would be, you know, not really into this game, but clearly from this guide, he knows there everything there is to know about this game. But yet, if you look at who is the first person ever to win this achievement, well, that's no other than him. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, nice. And so, I actually didn't even notice that. Yes, and so the game itself came out. Well, it came out in August, you know, of 2019, 
And then when did he win this? Hmm. He won it November 29th. Well, now this is showing he's the second one to win it. I don't know. Sure. I think he was the first to complete it. Yeah, he was the first to complete it, but he was the second to get this achievement. So he got it. Wow. You know, like a month later. So which option do you think he went with? <laughs> Shoot. In, in his defense, I just looked his profile up. He has 691 hours in this game. I know. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I was more fascinated with him. Like, like who is this guy? Like, he clearly he spent this money on this game and this was his game you know like this was imagine how upset he was when he found out it was going down like (laughs) right right like he just because clearly this was his favorite game ever because he spent all that money on it but yet he still played it like so I'm, i'm picturing this dude like buying the level 20 pin and then just dominating everybody with it because nobody had any problem know it Nobody had anything close to that. So he probably, it was like his ego boost because nobody, I mean, you could be the most skilled player in this game, but if someone has a level 20 pin, they're just going to march down the field and wreck you. I mean, you're not stopping that. Especially and, a month into the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, he was probably going against like level eights, you know, like it just, just slapping them <sighs> and they just fall, fly off the screen. You can't even use them for a few matches. You killed them so hard. You know, and. <laughs> Man, anyway, I, I just picture. I know I miss this game too, man. So I I bring this up because a uh, it's, it's I guess I I stumbled upon this this blowfish guy. I just thought it was interesting, but uh, but I really miss the that where you could have your cell phone, where you could just pull out your cell phone, no matter if you're traveling, if you're you know in the bathroom, if you're wherever and you just have like some five minutes to kill and you could find somebody in the community and just hit it up and if you did one you were going to do probably at least you know five you know hordes especially if it gets the broom axe you know especially when the the little glitch where you could take them down with the katana immediately yeah i mean you just ran those constantly that was the fastest option but but uh yeah anyway so I do miss those days. I wish that there was something like that. Uh, that's not. You know, it seems like the only, you know, cell based games are like card games these days. There's no. Yeah. There's not. There's nothing like this anymore. Like I, I just wish there was something there. That, yeah, that we could like do that again. I, I, I'd love to do that again. So I did don't you know. complete uh, the game? I did. I did. Uh, that's another interesting thing. Was is that I was looking at the hours like. You already brought up that Blowfish did 691 hours. Did you see how many hours you put into it? Uh, I, I I just noticed after as you were saying that. Yeah, I, man, I put 153 hours into that. That's it, and, and I didn't I, complete it. That's so annoyed. <laughs> yep, it's gone, man. Uh, oh, well, I put it. That's I put in the away. time. I put in the time. I put 519 hours into Oof. this game. A lot of that was actually playing it with my nephew, of all things. So this is a game that my nephew and I could oh, play cool. back in the day. Yeah, so it was really kind of cool to me in that regard, too. And I even put him into I, – I don't know if you remember it, but I had you put him in our crew. And uh, Oh, I, I do remember like, that. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, that was my nephew. So, uh, I mean, yeah, he was a, a young uh, achievement hunter I was trying to make him into, but uh, I don't want to talk about it. He just bought a PlayStation. <laughs> Mm. Oh gosh, I know. Oof. But uh yeah. Anyway, but the the 
it was pretty cool. But uh, if you look at also the uh, the completions on it, uh, on October 31st, 2020, that's when it was announced it was going down. So like just over a year into it, at the point that they announced that it was going down, there was only 45 people that had gotten that achievement. And wow. then before 2020, uh, before, yeah, in the next three months before 2021 hit, this just to show you how quickly this game eroded, they 87 had it. So in the next three months, it doubled basically. And then by the time that it shut down, you had 2,500 that had gotten this achievement. So they really made it a lot easier near the end. You could just get all kinds of pins and everything. And, and, yeah, and do you remember when they reimbursed everyone the money on it? <laughs> like anybody that bought anything? So maybe Blowfish got his money back. I don't know. You didn't but, get it uh, all back because I didn't get money back. Because I did put my Really? Money. Yeah, I threw like... I got my money back. I, it was like a certain time period before um, mm. before it closed down. So like if they announced it in October, if you put money into the game like August, September, you got money back. Oh, man, I got lucky then. Yeah, so I, so I, I like, I vaguely remember this, but I think I threw like another ten dollars at the game, like two weeks ish before the cut where the cutoff was. Where like, if had I waited like two weeks or so, I would have got mm-hmm. my ten bucks back. <laughs> Sounds like you were just off on this game. No completion, didn't get your ten bucks. Well, so they didn't announce. They didn't straight up say <laughs> when there's when they hit when they told us it's like, hey, it's going down in a couple of months. They yeah. didn't say, hey, we're going to make all the achievements easier. And I looked at where my progress was, and I looked mm-hmm. at how much I had to go. I said, well, I ain't going to complete this game. So I went through and got what I could out of the game, and the four hardest achievements that I'm missing, I just I ran out of time. Didn't I couldn't get it, which was Seriously Pop, which is the one for basically doing everything. Mm-hmm. Actually, seriously, Pop is basically the one for doing the other three achievements that I didn't right. unlock, which is the upgraded pin to max level, get promoted to the highest league, and spent a hundred thousand power in multiplayer mode. Mm. And I, yeah. I looked at my progress; I was uh, like fifty-five percent of the way there for spending a hundred thousand power. So I would have had to just play this like crazy. <laughs> and when I look at, it, I'm like, I know I don't have enough time to complete all, complete this. Yeah. yeah, I'll just get the easy stuff out of the way, and I'll just be done with it. And it'll just be a muff completion. It is what it is. Yeah, it's. And uh, then come to find out, like a month in left, they're like, "Hey, let's make this easier." So had I yeah. put the pe- actually tried yeah. it, I could have did it, which was irritating. <laughs> I could have had the completion had I tried. You could have. Yeah, it didn't have to be muffed. It didn't have to be this way, Foof. But they did not say if if they would have came out and said it sooner, I would have been like, "Oh yeah, let's go for it." I mean, everyone just like, all right, it's time to go. I remember several people were just on it 24-7 the second yeah. they announced it. They're, and they're like, oh, I'm doing this. And it seems like Redemption was like the the like the like craziest one I saw. I mean, he was playing like, golly. Just all like, the time. It just seemed like he was just constantly on it. And then he would do like, you would have to say, I'm done for now. You know I mean? He would do like 50 hordes in a row, you know, and you'd be like, okay, I got to go do something else. And he's, you know, he's to keep going. So, yeah. Man, I miss that this was, game. Yeah, I know. We need something. We need something to fill this void. Anyway. Cool. But yeah, that was, uh, for those of you that were part of that back in the, uh, the podcast early days, uh, 
I'm sure you have fond memories as well. That was mm-hmm. a good time. That was fun. So anyway, that's my second uh, 50 pointer I decided to talk about today. Yep. So <laughs> as we, as we both assumed we we're going to go four for four for not mentioning anything. <laughs> so I assumed. first one was just straight up like one of my favorite games. The second one here is I wouldn't put it as one of my favorite games, but it's a very nostalgia based one. Um, mm-hmm. And this is probably another game you have not played, but it <laughs> is the Vincible achievement in Borderlands. Have you played Borderlands? I have played Borderlands. You have? Uh, yes, that was, that was back... That one barely caught me. That was back in Completionist Elroy days. That was before uh, the crab broke me. Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> Crawrmax, yes. Crawrmax, that's, that's specifically the achievement that I, I brought up. Uh, oh no. Killed Crawrmax the Invincible. <laughs> Oh my uh, gosh! What a coincidence! I completely yes. forgot about that. Yes, uh, Michelle that helped one, you get it. She did. That was uh, That's uh, so funny. oh man, it was one of my milestones. I forget which one it was. I got. Um, uh, I think it was like six hundred thousand. I want to say that sounds uh, right. I got a Something list. like that. I, yeah, I got a list here, and uh, it was early on. Yep, six hundred thousand. Carmax Borderlands. So yeah. <laughs> oh God, that crap battle. Oh gosh. Yeah, <laughs> Which is that so was... funny. So like for me, <laughs> yeah. this was another game I just played for fun. I oh, love man. this game so much. And I remember when this DLC come coming out, no one knew like uh the safe spot where to go. No one had any real strategy. So everybody was just like, How do we do this? How do we beat this thing? And the Cromeracks very much um, earned his title of the Invincible because just not a lot of people could beat him. And I remember being in a GameStop just buying what other other game and a couple of people talking about how they're struggling through it. They don't know how to do it. And I just kind of overheard them. I was just like, do you guys need a fourth? I, I, I'm max level. I can help you try to take this, this thing down. <laughs> and just ra- I just made random friends over this particular uh, boss slash achievement at GameStop. We just, and for a while there, we hung out and we played this, we played Borderlands 2, or we played other, other stuff. I mean, I don't talk to any of them at that anymore. <laughs> I don't even remember their names. But this was just, uh, this was another like little nostalgia achievement that when I saw it on the list, I'm like, oh, I completely forgot that even happened. Uh, and this also is like from the Secret Armory of Gen- General Knox DLC, which I love. I love this. I love this this DLC. I there are mm. quotes from this DLC that or that I say quite often. It lives rent free in my mind. I I, I really enjoy this di- this DLC. I really like this game. What's the quotes from it? I guess I don't. I don't remember any of the quotes from it. <laughs> I'm sure that so the one guy uh General Knox was talking about uh about overkilling things and he mm-hmm. one thing he says it's like mowing your lawn with a nuclear weapon it's just complete and total overkill and like <laughs> in my head I will say that when something is just complete and total overkill I never say it out loud cuz like no one's going to get it yeah. um there me and my brother actually quote th- quote this next one often where there's these two guys 
talking about a secret code. And the one mm-hmm. was like, it's real easy to remember. It's all color based. It's blue, yellow, cyan, orange. You just got to remember, Bico. And to this day, for certain things, Bico is actually my like pin for like something stupid, <laughs> which right. when you translate, it's 2926. Oh, nice. And no, it's not my bank account, so don't try. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty just good. another like one of those that. things where it's just that has stuck out in my mind where, oh my God, when did this DLC come out? Probably like 2010 ish. But for like the past like 13-ish year, yeah, uh, February of 2010. So yeah, for like the past 13 years, that's one of those things that's just always been there in my head. Yeah. So so you said you teamed up with these guys, this this rogue band of uh, bandits from uh, GameStop to take down this this mighty crab. The, were y'all successful? Yes. I, I guess. Okay. So you did get this. Yeah, we were successful. Oh, and I, I meant to say that and forgot I got sidetracked. Um, but yeah, this <laughs> used to be like one of those things where I would get on if like my friends weren't on to play, I would just join a random game. And mm-hmm. it was something like you could see where people were at in the game. And I would notice that if they're in the Secret Armory DLC, I would hop in and be like, hey, do you guys need help getting Crawlbrax or killing them? And if they mm-hmm. said yes, I'd be like, all right. Follow me. I would show them where to sit so they're safe. I had modded weapons, so I would just annihilate them. Hmm. Ah, good times. Yeah, that one. Uh, that one set for me for six years. So I basically finished playing the game. It looks like in October of 2013, and then uh, it set there. And then I mentioned this is it was actually part of uh, an early VSS. Where we talked about uh, top right. five uh, achievements dealing with tough bosses or something like that, and this was one of my nominees. and And Michelle was uh, she was uh, unflinched. She's just like, "Oh, what? No, I didn't kill that thing." And <laughs> I was like, "Oh, really? Yeah, exactly." And like, "Oh, I love to know how." And uh, and so she had to go dig up her save, and I, I really appreciate her doing it. But uh, so if you have this achievement to do don't come see me i i, I threw in the towel on this thing a long time ago uh you need to contact him and uh, she'll she'll get you sorted out uh and uh but yeah so she helped me with that and yeah that was another early memory of the uh podcast there so that was probably around the let's see that was 2019 so yeah that was four years ago so pretty much in the early days that's funny so trying yeah to, trying to bring up some nostalgia stuff and I accidentally do that you did, you That's did. Neat. That's awesome. Yeah, I completely this, forgot that, that. That that crab holds a special place in hell in my mind. Yeah, that thing, man. It it was that was just not happening. Now, <laughs> my question I hear is, see, I stopped. Uh, I, I'm a run gamer. I'm just a shell of who I used to be. <laughs> so you've continued on and and have flourished as a gamer. So I assume you've played some of the uh, the newer Borderland games that have come out. I've only played two, one and two. I never played uh, oh, okay. three. I didn't either. I, I, I stopped it too. I want to. I didn't either. I just, no real reason. Just haven't got it. If it were to come to like Game Pass, honestly, mm-hmm. Game Pass is probably why I haven't because like I don't I don't like to buy games because there's so much on that I'm already paying oh, for. Uh, well, 
Well, I mean, clearly the best Borderlands game is Tales from the Borderlands, but I mean that's that's not even close. But anyway, mm. they. Uh, my question is, is like, did they ever use Chromarex again? Because it's like a very, you know, I would um, assume a legendary uh, boss like the Chromarex Junior or something like that in a later game. It seems like they should totally troll everyone with that and just put this super impossible boss and call it Cromer Max Jr. So in the second game, I'm I'm actually looking for the achievement now. I, I, the name is escaping me, but it wasn't Cromer X, but there was another like ultimate big bad boss monster that you had mm-hmm. to kill. And, is it crab? Um, I don't is it think... a rock lobster? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see where is it at yeah I'm not seeing that I might have missed it like I know I oh it was um oh man how do you pronounce that again oh yeah Terramorphous Terramorphous the Invincible oh that does sound I'm sure I don't have that achievement oh man that was that one was a pain that took uh myself, L, Prue, Michelle, quite a while to try to beat. We hmm. attempted this. I don't see. Uh, oh, man, I don't even remember how many times we attempted this. That was a pain in the neck. Oh, I see it now, yeah. <laughs> Ironically, it has about the same ratio as the other one. Which is funny, because yeah. like, I would think that th- this one was more difficult, in my opinion. Oh, I see references. I do see references to Kramer Max in here. <laughs> ah, what a yeah, yeah. That's, what a memory. Uh, yeah, well, that's a good choice. I, I'm glad you chose that one, though. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> at least one of mine. You at least had some experience with. Yeah, yeah. You uh, you know it on that one. So well, I, I do have. Go ahead. Oh, oh, I was gonna say. Uh, I do have news. What's that? I uh, I did uh, figure out. Uh, Oh, wow, that game. game. What is it? The Sexy Brutal. Oh, okay. The Sexy Brutal. I've heard of it, have not played it. Yeah, it's, uh, that's basically like a murder mystery in a mansion, and, uh, it's, yeah, kind of what you were talking about, but, uh, it's a cool little game. Man, there's uh, probably a couple of people that were screaming at their Oh, I know. It really really took a long time to find that. Uh, So I hope it was worth it. Um, (laughs) I've heard good things about it. It is. It's, uh, let's say, it says, Imagine Groundhog Day meets a masquerade steampunk cabaret. And then... uh, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, basically there's a time loop and you have to... You relive the same day over and over and have to, you know, yeah, yeah. people keep dying the same ways. But anyway, it, it's a cool little game. I liked it. There's a walkthrough, so if you want to try it. Now, yeah. I do want to give one honorable mention real quick. Oh, I love it. Which you got? And honestly, I thought you were going to bring this up because I oh. knew that you were bringing up some nostalgia stuff. Okay. Now, this game has a couple of 50-pointers, but mm. I personally picked out the achievement Home Sweet Home. From home sweet home. And the the I want to see if you can get the game. The description for it is make your college debut in front of home, of the home fans. College debut. Oh, is this um 
NBA two the prelude. Yep, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure you were gonna go with this. <laughs> oh man, that's back before it could go to hell and yeah, <laughs> hey, it chose it's it chose who it served. Yeah, yeah, the prelude right, right before. Do they still make those for PlayStation? Nah. Give them achievements. Oh, I don't know about PlayStation. Well, I'm just curious. I mean, they obviously haven't made one for Xbox anymore. A free little, uh, you know, 1,000 pointer for fouling everyone and getting. Yeah, <laughs> I love that game. The whole concept of the game was hysterical. Did you ever play it? Oh, so we actually just mentioned this last week. Yeah. Um, I played it. I didn't finish it. How do you not finish it? So I forget exactly how. It all went down. <laughs> what in the world? But it was something like this where I started playing it. I got a couple of achievements. I got, let's see, I got four out of the 10 achievements. And then I think I like had to go somewhere because I put, <laughs> I put a, a little over an hour into it. I think I had to like go somewhere. And it's just like, ah, crap. I didn't finish it. Uh, I'll come back later. And I turned my Xbox off. Whoa. You did not even get close to finishing it. Well, so... And which means because I turn my <laughs> Xbox off, it doesn't save. Yeah. I didn't know that. I got angry. I don't want to play another hour of this with unskippable cutscenes again. <laughs> so I just said, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. And later never mm. came. Wow. I actually That's think crazy. I might still be able to download this because it's in my um like my it says history. It's got, it says it's got eight discontinued achievements. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Duh. You can get the... There's only one no. achievement available. Uh, actually, it has no, eight, there's... eight dis... Oh, that's right. Yeah, because a bunch of it's like in the My Player store. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah it's screw- I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah, there's two. There's two achievements. You can see, like, that's... that's. So, I have... How many... I have 73 friends that play this game, and only three or four of them haven't finished it and you're one of the four that's crazy and you're not even close you're not even in the ballpark no that's that that's why it was like it must have all been like backloaded or whatever yeah i I don't even remember at this point it's been so long well okay so well the way the game works is is that you start the the game it doesn't matter what you what you do like you just start the game and then as soon as the game like the the matches start like the whole premise is that you're a player and you develop this player and then he gets drafted to the NBA and that's where the the NBA 2K game takes over is and you can import your player and use it in the game and it's like right. a you know, it came out to promote the game so but they didn't quite take out the the bug in it which is as soon as the match starts you don't actually have to finish the match all you have to do is foul out so they bring the ball in you just clobber the dude and then they <laughs> you get you get a foul and then, and then they throw the ball back in and you just run over and hit them and then they get another foul and then you hit them again and then you get and, you know six six fouls later i think it's six right and you get uh you're, you're done for the day and then the game basically is over and so then they they cut to you know the end of the game and then like you know they're playing the cutscenes oh man you played really hard that game man yeah 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 you know they're all you know celebrating and everything and then the next game comes and well you're back to your old tricks you foul them you foul them you foul them <laughs> and then so and then comes the big day the draft 
and you get drafted because you're such an amazing player that just <laughs> you know played like <laughs> six minutes the whole season, you know, because you're fouling everyone out. So anyway, that the whole game is hysterical. I love that game. And and for those of you that don't know the rest of the story, which is that I was just about to ask we, you about this. Yeah, tell, so tell you the story because it's been a while since you've told it. Yeah, so they <laughs> we get achievements for Prelude, the NBA 2K17, the Prelude. Well, guess what? There's an NBA 2K18, the Prelude. Well, you might say, well, I sure don't see that on TA. Where's the achievements for this? Ah, therein is the problem, you see. They did make achievements for this game. They did make this game, and they had achievements. Well, it didn't have achievements, but it sure had trophies, and the good folks over in the PlayStation world sure enjoyed them. So you might say, well, that's odd. Why would they make trophies for it and not achievements? Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> this game can go to hell. And uh, yeah, so if you have any copies of NBA 2K17, just go ahead and dispose of them. They don't, they just don't love you the way you do. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. You taking a picture, you were in a GameStop of your civil yeah. disobedience where you took like yes. the, the 2K18 like standing yes. and put it on the floor. Yeah, I did. You were taking I, uh, the, uh, the game cases, <laughs> turning them around backwards. Yeah, I did. I did my part. I I fought back to the, uh, I fought back against the system and yeah. Uh, uh, so in the back of my mind, I hope that possibly. Uh, they got rid of the uh, the trophies for the PlayStation folks. It's only fair. It's only fair. Maybe they saw, they were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Got some disturbances in GameStops across the southern part of the United States. And, uh, you know, we, uh, <laughs> <laughs> someone even put a, you know, Shaq face down on the ground and, uh, you know, <laughs> that was a really awkward uh, conversation with the, the GameStop guy. I'm like, <laughs> I can <laughs> I'm only like, imagine. <laughs> I'm like, I like walk right over and throw it on the ground and, and he looked at me. I was like I was just like, just give me a second. Yeah, just give me a second. And I took a picture of it and then I stood it back up. I'm sure he was yeah, very puzzled by the whole thing. Oh, you know. I don't know. Yeah. And then I proceeded to turn all the eighteens <laughs> around. <laughs> He's probably used this weirdo. Oh man. It's yeah. like he works at a GameStop. He don't care. He ain't making enough yep. of this. <laughs> yeah. It's just eh, eh, it'll ride. Yeah. So Anyway, but yeah, I'm glad you brought that one up too. That was a, uh, that was a, a while. I kept it up. Uh, I think it maybe I don't know if I let it go for 19 or not. Uh, I was just about I to kept say. it up for a while. I don't. I finally have mellowed out in my old age, and uh, and I'll just let them be themselves. I mean, I was just about to say. Me. I looked on True Trophies. They got a 2K17, 2K18, 2K19. So we got one. It of worked. Three. It worked. Eventually oh man! They stopped. They did. I, I y'all can y'all welcome. Y'all welcome. <laughs> <laughs> See, they oh, say it, people say that one person can't make a difference. There you are. I mean, that's not as uh, as crazy as uh, you know. That's a. Uh, oh, I want to see if there's a fifty pointer in this game. Uh, let's see. This is like one of my fond. Uh, Dang it, there's no 50-pointer in it. I can't bring it up. It's like one of the things I was most proud of with the, with the podcast, which is they took a podcast segment, Brer Rocker and I did, and then magically a game appeared within a few months that had 
that was basically tied to that podcast uh, uh, segment. Uh, of course, I'm talking about Donut Country. Oh, you know, don't, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just coincidence that two achievement wildlife hunters uh, uh, came out that fall, and then in December. There's a game with not just a raccoon, but a possum as well in it. A little coincidental, isn't it? Very um, I, I try. I, I remember I tried contacting the developer about it and, and was trying to get him on as, uh, for an interview for the podcast. That had to be to, the wildest email he has ever was, received. Uh, I'll see if I can dig it up. <laughs> and he never wrote back, so uh, I don't know. Maybe he was... He was afraid that I was asking him to ask for royalties for giving him the idea for the game. So, I don't know. Oh, <sighs> uh, that's knows? funny. Yeah, good times. 2018, that was even earlier days of the podcast. That's crazy. So, that was like the first fall. <laughs> uh, oh, and then, before, oh, man, it was... You know, I'll, every time we talk, I bring this up, and I can never remember if it was you or Br'er Rocker that did it. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> the person that interviewed that dude. Oh, uh, that. Game. <laughs> um, that was Corey for... Um, <laughs> what was the name of um, that game? Shoot, it's on set my tongue. Uh, Pathomotus. <laughs> Pathomotus. Yeah. I can never remember which one of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Corey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I can never remember that one. Uh, okay. I'm sure I'll, uh, next time we get together and chat, I'll ask you one more time. Uh, <laughs> and that one does have a 50-pointer in it for Dreamer. There you go. Nice. And, and for Goblin. And for Scholar. It's got all kinds of 50-pointers in there. See, that one That one fit. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hawking anyway. also had 50s. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, we need another. We need another one of those. Another uh, little quick one like that that we can uh, knock out in the community. Mm-hmm. That was a good time. I don't know. Seems like a shame to spend that on anything you know that's not in that godforsaken contest that you won't enter. Or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. But uh, well, foof. I appreciate you sitting around for a nice Chivo side chat. Oh, of course. This was fun, as always. As always. Uh, I have no idea if anybody's going to listen this far, but if you did, we appreciate you listening. <laughs> I very Maybe much you appreciate you listening to us ramble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as we talked about. So hopefully we did the, the 250 episodes uh, milestone. Hopefully we did it justice. So it's quite an accomplishment. So congrats to you and for all that you've done for the podcast. So. <laughs> Thank yeah. you on behalf of everyone. You too. You you put in a bunch. Yeah, you've got a bunch of stuff as well. Yeah, it's been. Fun. I'll be back. I'll be back soon. I, I'm I'm on twenty twenty week leave of absence. And uh, <laughs> of anything uh, joyful. So. <laughs> I love the way you just sell that contest. <laughs> yes, it's uh, it's unlike any other. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyway, well, if you uh, enjoyed our ramblings, let us know. Um, if you yelled at your speaker about uh, the sexy brutale, let us know. Um, go if, with the podcast it, discussion. Tell us some of, give us some of your fifty point achievements. Yeah, indeed. And let's get that gears of pop discussion going again. Oh, you know? Yes. Yeah. We. <laughs> oh, man. But anyhow, thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Good night. Bye.